of all, the private chat just dropped a bombshell there. In the that. Did you guys, I mean, that was when did you guys get that? I just saw it. That's alarming. Okay. Can what you believe that piece of shit Jack Crosby's still in the intro to this show? Yeah. I know. Did you see him lashing out in the group chat today? Can I be honest? Like, totally transparent. Yeah. I actually think we should all together seek him out and beat the fuck out of him. I think, dude. So for everyone in the chat, because obviously you don't see our group our group messages. Neither does Jay Shaw, by the way. Yeah, it's just me, Joe, and Jack. Yeah. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so it's eleven oh eight p.m. now on the East Coast, eleven oh nine actually. Um, and at about ten fifty eight, Jack Crosby sends a text message to the group chat that says, "Why is Wheeler Yuta in the main event? This guy's boring." Can you believe that, that shit? Yeah. And he said if he's gonna if they're gonna make me watch Wheeler, at least put him in there with Danielson, not Mox, right? Right. Wow. Oracle said that's enough for me. Can't take it anymore. Um what we should do is like we should just message Jack one day. Hey Jake, he's in your forward address, wanna send you something? And then like we'll live tweet our journeys there without ever telling him. We're like, just on a just getting on a plane now, you know, and, like we have to anyway. Hello everyone, and welcome. The world that was very formal, wasn't it? I was like, I did like a like an announcer voice. Um, hi guys, guys is weird too. Oh no, hi fuckers. E- evening, everyone. Do I usually say that? <laughs> Good morning, welcome. Hope everyone's well here for episode thirty-three of the Late Night Grim. We're only like five episodes, six episodes away from going past WrestleMania, which you can bet your bottom dollar that's going to be a bit. We fucking run. Yeah. <laughs> we, we're going to run that thing, okay? Um, this is episode 33. We have an all-star panel as always. There are many haircuts. I commented one and not the other. I question whether the term of um, haircut is fitting or not, but you get what you get, I suppose. We send you first to... <laughs> I've just seen your name. I was going to say Bot O'Neill. I'll now simply say Robert <laughs> Robot O'Neill 3.1. Bobby, how are you today? I'm doing well, Joe. Uh, it's good to be back. You know, I've missed doing this, and we're going to have a fun show tonight. Do you have any comment on your hair? Uh, it feels a lot better. I'm glad I got it done. Um, I think it looks a lot better. Um, just really shouldn't go that long without a haircut again. Yeah. Fair. Uh, confirm shoot, old matey gunfire, as I affectionately call you. Um, yeah. You too have got a haircut. Uh, you got very mad at me and called me a piece of shit for not bringing it up immediately when you came on. So, go ahead. I was watching the main event tonight, and I got so fired up that I just lathered some shaving cream on my head and grabbed a knife and just was just sitting there doing this as I was watching the match, just losing my mind. Um, luckily, I didn't cut myself, unlike Young Wheeler Yuta. Um, <laughs> So, yeah, it's been quite the week for Tony Khan Promotions. Tony Khan Promotions. That sounds so bad when you think about the other group with the promotions and the name. Hey, Jesus Christ. Jim Crockett Promotions? Yeah, Jim Crockett. Yeah, we'll Joshua's go with that. Big Crockett fan. Um, it's actually really difficult. You know on TW when you have, like, media groups owning companies? I have to just make it, like... Tony Khan Promotions, right? So he has dual ownership. Yeah. Well, good call, shoot. Thanks for the help. Jay Shell, 
Um, this was a event you attended, a program you were there for. You said it, the match delivered, the main event. We're going to get to it shortly. It sure did. How are you this evening? I'm good. I'm surprised I stayed up for the show. I barely took a nap, um, but I also have to drive to my new college in the morning. So I don't know how long I'll be on here for. But is Ruby Soho going with you? No, she's not. Well, I haven't seen her on TV, so I assume she was just sort of going to be guiding you through the process. You know. Anyway. Did you the guys Oracle see my muscles on my social media? I'm very proud of myself. I have muscles that are better than Raquel Gonzalez's. I really thought you were talking about your dinner, and that was an incredible <laughs> moment. I'm not doing a bit. I really thought that for a second. The Oracle of Wrestling, who, with about five seconds left of our world-famous intro message in the private chat, I'm in discomfort. I might have a hernia. Um, oh I then looked down and saw a great pain on, the, on Oracle's face. I'm alarmed by your presence here this evening and the way that you appear to be uh, struggling. But nonetheless, Oracle, I will ask anyway, how are you tonight? Yeah. <sighs> Fine. <laughs> I'm actually not tired, really. Um, I have some sort of pain going on. I, I don't think my intestines are, are, are poking out of my stomach. But, you know... Um, can I ha ask you a question, Oracle? Yeah. Earlier tonight, that's Willow Nightingale <laughs> there. Um, <laughs> earlier tonight, did you happen to um, mysteriously wake up in a bathtub full of ice? No. Okay. Just checking, man. Yeah, well. <clears throat> my only hope is that it was a a muscle pull of some kind. Wouldn't be the first time, brother. What? <laughs> let me let me be clear. I, I, I have a physical labor job. I thought you were gonna say let me be clear, I've never shit myself on the late night. <laughs> you should have said that. <laughs> you should have said that. Okay. Oracle, did somebody come to your area and find out and that's why you're in pain now? Oh my god, I just got punched Listen, him and run away. If someone came to my area, <laughs> I might be in pain, but I'd also be in handcuffs going to jail because <laughs> the body count would be high. Body count! He said if someone brother. comes, how high could the body count go? It's just one person. You have fucking <laughs> Wow. All right, well fair. Uh this review. Uh, a little-known program, the All Elite Wrestling Promotion produces every week called Rampage. It's on TNT at 10 p.m. Eastern time. Uh, it is the show that you've been waiting on. Bob has said that to me many times. And this was the episode in which, and I quote, Tony Khan began his return to those famed ruthless roots that we often talk about. Definitely a phrase that's been used before this week regarding Tony Khan and AEW. Uh, this was a tremendous show. We start. We started off with Brian Danielson and Trent Brower. Jay Shell, you were in attendance. You did say to me the live crowd was struggling after the excitement of um, FTR Bucks. We get a chance to watch it back here. That the wrestling itself was was damn good in this one, right? Your thoughts? Yeah, that that was my thing. I kind of said it before too that the, I thought the match was really strong. It was just the crowd was like had wasted, not wasted, used a lot of energy on the the main event that was right before it. Mm -hmm. um, but they popped for the big spots, like um, Danielson kicking his head in and yada, 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 and all that stuff. But the match was really good. Um, 
Yeah, I was expecting this to honestly be the stronger match of the night. Yeah. But it didn't end up going that way. I actually was too, but it very quickly became clear from the folks that were in the building, yourself included, that was not going to be the case. So it was interesting to watch tonight's main event with the hype surrounding it. Uh, but we'll start, as I said, opener. Bobby, your thoughts? Yeah, I liked it a lot. Um, it kind of took a little bit to get going, which I'm not really used to with the Rampage openers. They're usually, you know, boom, 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 right in, in a row like that. But uh, it was it was good, though. Once it got going, I liked the story they were telling where, you know, Danielson was kind of trying to bring out a more violent side to Trent. Um, I think that's kind of really cool. Um, but I enjoyed it. You know, I was looking forward to it. And uh, I was like, oh, how's the main event going to top that? And then, you know, we'll get into that in a little bit. But, yeah, it definitely delivered. Is that something you said or is that something you thought? Like, did you sit there and just go, oh, how's my name top this? Or did you kind of think it to yourself? Well, I watched it by myself, so no, I didn't say it yeah. out loud. I just I thought it. It's interesting. Like, you know what you should do? You should, like, record those thoughts and send them in our group chat. The one that we're in, not the one with Crosby. Mm. Like, could you imagine, guys, if you after, like, 15 minutes of Rampage, we just got a video message from Bob and he just goes, hmm, how's the main event going to top that one? And be. You should do that. Not even in the group chat. You should do that on Twitter. Oh, yes, God. you should. Just tweet out video. Bob like... bit should be, you know Natalia's bit where she has like an assistant? Bitch. Bob should say that he's sold his Twitter account. And moving forward, he'll be communicating via video messages that he sends to his to his assistant. <laughs> Every, like, I mean, the most innocuous tweet, Bob would just send it, sorry to hear that, boom. <laughs> With no delivery, no spice. <laughs> Every video you tweet should have hashtag tout. Yeah. <laughs> This is actually a good idea. You may need to do this, Bob. No, it is. <laughs> you can get a week out of this easily, I think. Yeah. Because like, the thing is, too, you use the same phrases so often. You don't have to record the videos like once, like five videos. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Sorry to hear that. <laughs> How would you do, like, you know the when you when you occasionally, like once every month, you'll get spiteful at someone that's a real piece of shit and you'll, like, shut the fuck up? Would you deliver that in your usual cadence or would you actually like ramp it up and kind of go like regal in that one what would you do yeah i think you'd have to ramp it up a little bit and really yeah. prove the point you know <laughs> camera's lights aside hey man shut the fuck up yeah. slams his fist <laughs> anyway uh, Bob, what was the thing we kept making you turn your head and say i'm gonna get you remember ass. that yeah i'm gonna is the um it was what dusty did to baron colvin I'm going to kick your ass. I'm right? going to kick your ass. Oh, That's yeah. right. Yeah. You made him do it for like 45 minutes and we made Bob do it. As soon as I brought the story up, I didn't even think of it. I was like, yeah, Bob's going to have to do that. Sorry, Bob. Yeah, Bob's been, he's been trying, he's uh, trying his best to get this song prepared for, you know, his 200 patrons punishment that he gave himself five months ago. First takes struggling. You know. Yeah, we did a, did a test run today. It's not looking good. Wait, we did it like, is, like I was the band. What is Bob supposed to do? What's happening? <laughs> Bob agreed genuinely, maybe before he was even in wrestling media, which is one of the funniest faults ever, but it's true, that when we hit 200 patrons, he would sing. He said he would sing, oh, you know, the No Age Outlaws, yeah. And that's interesting for a range of reasons. Um, But none of us asked him to do this. He just said, I'm going to do this. And then we hit 200 patrons in, like, January. (laughs) No, it was the last day of December. (laughs) It's New Year's Eve. (laughs) Aye, aye, aye. Yeah, well, false advertising and all that. Have you ever given anyone their dollar back yet, Bob? No, no one's asked for it. Wow. 100% customer. All right, confirm shoot. Shrek yes. Britta, the American Dragon, Brian Danielson, your false. I thought this was a good match. Um, 
there was that uh, top rope superplex where I thought Brian Danielson broke his neck for a moment. Um, I think that's always a good spot to have in a match to be very concerned about a wrestler for a moment. Um, just, I mean, it was good. I, I saw Bob lash out and say that he was disappointed in it early on, and it kind of took me out of the match for a minute, but they got me. <laughs> Please do not choke on the stream. Could you yeah. imagine, like, reading Bob's tweet where he says he's disappointed in it early, and you just go, well, <laughs> just spread your hands up, stop watching it. <laughs> but, yeah, I, this was good. Um, on a normal rampage, it probably would have been the best match of the night, but it wasn't here. Not with the ruthless roots uh, on display. Oracle, genuinely, as a friend, are you okay? <laughs> I'm honestly perfectly fine, except for the fact that there's just irritating feeling on my lower right okay. stomach, groin, thigh area. Now, thing. is it is it? Um, it doesn't hurt. Enough? It's just it's just irritating. Okay. Would Would you like to talk about Brian Danielson, Trent Brown? Sure. Okay, go ahead. Um, match was very good. Uh, Trent Bretta, um, doesn't care about a spinal stenosis. Um, let's just hope that he never buys, uh, certain weight machines. Um, and, uh, the match was good. Those are my thoughts. Those are my thoughts. He really went there, huh? Yeah. We're behind the paywall. It's you know fine. what's funny? You know what? I, I, I thought about making that joke when I was watching the match, and then I was like, no, nah, I'm not going to do it. And then I just decided I was going to do it anyways. Fuck, I don't care. In for a live night, folks. Okay. I like the match very much. Um, I really love Trent in, like, the extended singles match on Rampage deal. I think he's... He's given the roster tank really different since he came back, which is hard because there's so much good wrestling. But his style is like really just it's meat and potatoes and simple, but he bumps with such velocity and works so hard that he just adds an awful lot, you know? Yes, Jay Shell. <laughs> his style reminds me of pineapple juice. Stick with me. Uh-huh. You know how Cassidy's like orange juice or whatever. That's cool. But if you look at the way that Trent Russell's, I think it's fresh and it's like very energetic. And that's what I think of when I think of pineapple juice or like a pina colada. Do you have any comparisons in this lane you would like to express at this moment? Because I'm now intrigued how much you thought this through. <laughs> I Who's just thought about juice? it as it was happening. Apple juice, interesting. Danielson. Wow. Wow. This was a real clash, this match you had here. This was. <laughs> Kind of a dream match in that sentence, right? I think that watermelon is Lee Moriarty. Like watermelon juice. All right. So, um, pomegranate juice is Samoa Joe. So, Hook was being interviewed. Um, Regal was very good on commentary, by the way, during that match. Yeah, he was the best announcer in the promotion. He told Ricky Starks to speak up a little sunshine, and Ricky marked out immediately. Like, audibly, you heard him lose his shit and pop for it. Hmm. Ricky he has had, a boy crush. Regal had an incredible moment after the main event. When he got in, like, the Southpaw stance. The most yeah. Sort of edging around. That was interesting. Um, Hook here. He was he was doing his gimmick where he doesn't talk and eats the, the bag of chips slash crisps. I would say slash crisps. 
in case any Brits feel like I've betrayed them by saying chips. And then Dan House and uh, tried to curse him again and did not. I actually think this stuff's kind of cute. I'm not, I have no. <laughs> I have no um, problem with any of this. I think it's a pretty small way to keep hook on TV without like running into the problem we've all talked about. Different points of if he just beats a roster guy every two weeks, how long can you hold him off? Right? It's pretty cute. Bobby, what do you think? Yeah, I mean, it's funny enough, entertaining enough. It gets Hook on TV and, uh, you know, doesn't make him kind of do the same stuff he's been doing. It's it's fine. Like, it's inoffensive. There's There was stuff on the show that shouldn't be and is very bad, and the, this wasn't that, so. It's so short, too, right? Yeah. Like, Dan Housen's, like, comedy is him just, like, pointing his fingers, <laughs> like, and selling for 15 seconds. He isn't like he's doing full, um, you know, full filth. Shoot, what do you think? What do you think of this? I mean, Dan was in a trash can, so that's good booking. Um, no, I actually don't. I actually kind of like this hook Dan Housen thing. I can't lie. Yeah. Um, it's 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 kind of fun. Um, I do question uh, why Lexi Nair was asking Hook questions when he clearly had headphones in and wasn't going to hear any your earbuds and wasn't going to hear anything she was saying. Um, I've got some issues with Lexi. We got she's got to sort things out here. Could have gone the amount of directions I could have taken that. But you know, know what? It's not the time, is it? It's really not. Caps. Julia, it's just, caps. I, I had so many different ways I could go. <laughs> and my instinctual one was like you and me both. And then I realized she's getting like married this weekend. I would sound like a lunatic. So I just stopped and stopped on the tracks. Bob, are you going, by the way? Uh, no. Wow. Well, Bob would have got the invite, right? We did. We did. Let's see all caps. <laughs> so anyway. Um, what was we talking about? Dan House and Hook. Oh, you were still on it. They should do this. They should have me a tag team. They should do some TV matches as a tag team where Dan House gets the shit kicked out of him and Hook makes the hot tag. Hmm. Jay Shell, what do you think of this? Pass. The Oracle of Wrestling, would you rather <laughs> pass to? Uh, for, for what it's worth, I don't think it's my appendix because I, I would actually be in pain. <laughs> Um, this is just irritating. Right. To be clear, that was aimed at the chat, not, not me, because there's people that listen to this that are very confused at what they just missed in the, tra- in the transition from me asking about this to that. Um. <laughs> Oracle? Yeah, I just tried to like breathe in. It kind of. Do you want to get your laced? Brother, take yourself a minute here, man. You look like you're in fucking agony. I mean, it's not um, in pain, but you're looking tremendous. You look like pain. Jeff Hardy in the tables match. Factual. You look um, like me when Joe said Hook and Danhausen as a tag team. I don't know. Like, I could just, I, I could just be like working myself into a shoot right now. So. But you remember, we're going to be on here for like four hours, so you could just oh. take an hour and come back, and we don't, <laughs> you don't have to like sit through it, man. It could be so the happy. dog bite finally catching up to you. Oh no, I don't think that's the case. Yeah. Okay. Uh, well, uh, I think the tag team thing's fun. You would. Yeah. <laughs> Am I alone? On, seriously, we're the only person on the show that thinks this is the case. I think it could be fun, like having like Stooge heels work these two and Hook runs wild. Why are we doing that to Hook? He's supposed to be like the next breakout star. Oracle, have you tried that? this? No. <laughs> I like how Meech gave me actual advice, and now I'm like. Well, I mean, it just started today. Who knows what it could be? 
I like, uh, oh, fuck it. Why am I trying to talk about this shit? Anyway, right. <laughs> so, school, oh, God, all right. So, up next, the, uh, the school pure sky from page down later. No, we're not talking the, about this. Oh, yes. well, we are. We have to. Because <laughs> this is an incredible, incredible, incredible achievement. It feels like this has been a thing for a while, but like, Sammy was like a really popular baby face five weeks ago, four yeah. weeks ago. This is nuts. This feels like it's, I, I can't remember something so sudden. Because Code Man, it was. When you do bad things to good people. He's done. Why do you think he's done? He'll be in the World Wrestling Federation by the end of the year. Who? Sammy Guevara. I'm sure that would go great for him. Um, Cody's already believe... talking to Bruce Pritchard. Look, man, he ain't the worst thing in these segments, but like, I can't believe he's still Dan Lambert's still on TV. Like, imagine losing Code Man and being like, let's just slot another couple into this shit. Like, maybe I fuck? am a sexist. That was an incredible line. The only thing I will say for this is it was very embarrassing. They edited it greatly, which makes it less, much less likely that they're turning heel to me or was intended to turn heel. They might turn heel now, but yeah. there were some people that were saying that was the plan. They wouldn't have edited it this way. Um, I thought Ethan Page promo was as good as one can possibly do with this content. I think he's great and needs to be saved from the evil of AEW, which he has now been surrounded by for about seven months. I feel really bad for Scorpio, who has given, been given no chance to actually get over as a champion. Um Good lord. Um as in, that's no what's happening, over. Joe. That's what's happening. That's fine. <laughs> he's just, you know, school he's on TV more slightly, but like he isn't in any kind of role of relevance and this stuff sucks. He's just getting killed out there. It's all bad. Jay Shell, your thoughts. I was shocked when Scorpio said he did away with the open door challenge. And I was like, What the fuck? So what did are you, you doing with the title? Well, hold, did you not watch the product, Jay Shell? This was a thing that was established weeks ago. Well, and with that in mind, now. Bob, hey, Bob. Yep. Head of legal counsel over there. Make a note, find. <laughs> got it. This place has got way too friendly as of late. Shoot, you agree? Yeah. Can you imagine being that unprofessional on one of these shows? I know. Oracle's, look at him. Look at the Oracle. The pain he's in. He's still here. He's a pro. He knows the open challenge things out the window. God damn it. Carry on. We'll have a chat when we get to Willow Nightingale, Joe. We'll have a chat about being professional then no, and we, knowing your stuff. We will not. We'll get I there, brother. brother. I'll be, I'll be, oh. look, I'm going to say this now. I'm going to be completely transparent. They threw up a graphic of Sam German or Suzuki, and I said, well, that's the end of me watching this match. And just walked, walked away on my phone, paced furiously, sent the graphic to as many people as I could. Brother, that's not good. Anywho. Fuck Sammy Guevara. It's high Conti. Please get away from that man. That is not a good influence for you. Um, Scorpio, okay. Please wrestle a match because otherwise I'm not going to care. And Ethan, please separate yourself from this group. Yeah. Dan Lambert, go fuck yourself. I feel bad for Ethan because he's yes, just... Yes, why? He has so much more offered than this. Oracle, <laughs> would you like to talk about this segment? Oh, this was pretty bad. <laughs> Fair. Honestly, all I I don't know. Like I was fine until. Yeah. I, I don't know. 
until this segment aired? Is that was this about when it happened? What did this start about when the segment aired? Good no. question. Happened about nine forty-five. Uh, were you watching SmackDown? Yeah. So Roman did it. Maybe. Would you like to, Oracle? Please give yourself a chance to rest and recover. I'm fine. I'm fine. <laughs> Your voice I'm even sounds like this. I'm. I'm in discomfort, but I'm also working myself into a shoot in my head, which is making it seem like it's. Does that make sense? I'm not a doctor. I think probably the worst thing to do when working oneself into a shoot is do a podcast with four assholes that are going to keep reminding you of the fact you don't like it very well. Please feel free to give yourself a minute here. Again, we will be setting up his baby face rally. If I'm playing the authority figure, you know. Okay. Bullet Bob. Are you waiting for the hot tag? It's fine. I'm just worried about my pal. That's all. You know, we have fun around here, but he's, his voice even has that sense of pain in it. It's very alarming. Um, Bobby O'Neill, you're a big fan of romance and wrestling. Your thoughts on this angle here, this segment? I thought Ethan Page was very good, but other than that, it uh, was not for me. Confirmed shoot? Would you like to... Uh... No. <laughs> Can you speak a little bit to the Ty Conti piece of this? Because it's sad, right? It's a legitimate bummer. I mean, it bums me out, yeah. <clears throat> Look, uh, Sammy Guevara has a long history of being very unlikable. Um, he was pretty heavily disliked on the Texas Indies coming up. Um, he, We had the Sasha Banks thing which your mileage varies on that, but I don't think we should just forget that that happened either. Um, He does a lot to make it easy to not like him. Now, if you like him, I'm not saying you're wrong. I don't have any issue with that. Um, It's hard. Uh, He's not a baby face. And this certainly isn't making him a a baby face. And I understand, you know, they're not wrong that people were way too hard on them when this first happened. But their response to that has made them even more unlikable. That's, my God. Um, Read the chat. So. A private one. You know, it is what it is at this point. Okay. Um, Oracle's going to the hospital. Um, (laughs) No, please. He looked in real pain. Please. Yeah. Bless his heart. The logo. Okay, so no, face. but seriously, this, this is fine, but that it still makes them unlikable. Like the context, you can give me the context, but that doesn't mean I have to like it. Like I fully understand people that, that aren't gonna forgive him for that. Like that's it is what it is, man. You can't. I, yeah. I don't know. I just He's can't just, wait until he proposes to tie on live TV. Yeah, that's probably gonna happen. So. Well, that was Carmela's wedding. It was a lot of fun. Had a good time. Joe, you look like Cody right now. That's fun. To Did be you, clear, uh, I don't think I don't actually think um, that Sammy's done in AEW. <laughs> now, timeline wise. 
you would think his contract is up this year unless he's renewed that and we didn't get that report or I just missed it. And he and Cody are apparently, you know, have some kind of relationship. So you can't rule it out. I wouldn't, you can't rule any of that out. Mm -hmm. Um, (laughs) But he's probably not leaving. This is a new thing we should do. (laughs) When we get tired of someone's presence on TV, we just go, well, contract's coming up here. Yeah. (laughs) He's friends. He's friends with Cody. That's going to be my go-to line. I've heard, I've heard that he and Cody had long talks backstage. So. I heard the same thing. Hey, Bob. Yep. How did Corey Grace feel about you showing up? We uh, we avoided each other. It's fine. <laughs> Bob, do you yeah. think that uh, that Sammy Guevara could handle the WWE schedule? Because it's not for everybody. It's not for everyone. The structure, you know. Yeah. Um, yeah. It, it would be interesting to see because, like you said, it's not for everybody. He's more punk rock. Yeah. I, I hope somebody would stop him on – the way of Vinnie Mac signing him, possibly one of Vinnie Mac's friends. Did you just say you want Bruce Pritchard to try to kill Sammy Guevara? Is that what you said? <laughs> if you want to say that, we'll go with that. Okay. Um, yeah, this stuff sucks. Anyway, Chris Jericho, this was an incredible video package in which he named QT Marshall the Sports Entertainer of the Week. Bob, you've won this award many, many times. Your thoughts. Yeah, it was nice to uh, see it brought back, you know, get some company finally. He used to just be me, but now it's me and uh, QT Marshall, so love to see it. Did you see, like, a couple weeks ago, they had House of Black on it, and they had their graphic where they all looked all gothic and mean, and it said sports yeah. entertainer. <laughs> it's a good bit. <laughs> Fucking rude. Uh, shoot. Um, this is saying that it strikes me as, like, if you had a territory, this is the kind of thing that would be on your TV. This is like funny, but not in a universe breaking way. Does that make sense? This Jericho the QT stuff? Marshall thing. Yeah, I pumped really my fist. Really perfect. good shit. Yeah. Including Jericho's monotone read of it. <laughs> Just beautiful piece of business. It was great. Jay, show any thoughts on Chris Jericho ever, or should I move on? Us. Swerve Strickland. Yay! He's a free, and he's Titan Tron name. He wrestled the aforementioned QT Marshall. Uh, I thought he looked really good. I like that he did the old school job match finish of doing a taunt and then just hitting his move and pinning him. More people need to do that now. Don't be afraid to kick the shit out of someone. I have a continued frustration. I don't know if it's just me. His shines really fuck. Like, they really throw me off. Like, the, there's something weird about, the, about his stuff in this first third. Other than that, I think he looks great. His entrance is... He has a real charisma that is kind of unique on this roster and, and stands out. Um, you know, cool, strong word for a professional wrestler. He's closer on the scale than most. Big props on that front. And um, I thought he looked really good here. And it was nice to see him get just, you know, less competitive win, even if kind of extended squash. Shoot, what say you? I'll be honest with you. I don't remember anything about this match. Um, I don't remember what I was doing at the time. Um yeah, I don't know. I'm not doing a bit here. I, I really don't remember this match at all. Wow. I don't think I, it's not like a shot at no. the match. I just think I was distracted with I don't remember what. Maybe I was talking to Bob about the USFL or something. Um, I have to be honest, guys. And that's life, I think, brother. I think you know me. I I'm pretty loose here, right? As the the uh, face and the ace of the late night grin. Watch yourself here, wherever you're and, going. Just be careful. 
And I just sense there's been a real uptick in unprofessionalism since Jay Shell was added to the late night green group chat. Um, at one point I returned and there was like an extended discussion of this show. And I was like, what the fuck is this? Like, what is this? Should we just, should we just screenshot it and post it on Patreon? But like, here you go, guys. Here's what we thought. Brett Rampage. I think quite frankly that we need to shake things up around here. So, you know, there's always talent looking to be a grinner. And I'm not saying you should have, you should fear for your, you know, job security here, but are you pulling a Vince McMahon right now? I'm just saying like, you know, is enough is for it. It's the week of WrestleMania. Is this where you're doing this show? Well, all I know is on. I wish uh, you would try, Joe. That's all I'm <laughs> going to say. I wish you would, my friend. <laughs> Last night, and you don't know this shoot, and I wasn't going to bring it up. But it makes me pretty heated. It was Oracle, myself, and now little did we know Oracle was 24 hours away from a medical emergency. <laughs> I'm there, it's late, and Jay Shell's there, and she's turning a victory there, right? Ruby Soho's sitting next to her. We're talking about Dynamite. And she fucking puts us on the spot with this alley catch stuff. I mean, <laughs> on, I mean, rooted to the ground. You know? I missed this completely. I'm glad I did. She put us on the spot, and I thought that's one of the least professional things I've ever seen. And what I was you, like, what happened? She was like, I'm not having anyone say that alley catch isn't good. And we all just went, like this, and I just hit the countdown and panicked. That's fair. Um, I'm worried, man. Shoot, you like, you know what I'm saying, right? I'm not trying. To, I know we shouldn't do this on the air, but like, it's alarming. There's been a shift in this team as of late. We're just, I mean, not making out the other end of the floor, you know. That that what you just, I didn't know this happened. Yeah, um, I find it very alarming. Me too. Um, I'm not sure that that on air is the best way to handle this question uh, have any of you guys received this sticker this is it let's take it off oh don't because it will get all crinkled oh no jj One. has <laughs> <laughs> you tore it now that's now i feel bad no i was gonna take it off anyway it looks dumb. Okay. i look like a show okay is this what we tell jay show that Bob didn't need one of those because he was the lead agent for the first year of the promotion. Oh, Bob, Jesus Christ. we just leave yeah. that? Hey, Bob. What's up? What were your conversations with Cody like when you were in that role? Oh, my God. Very frustrating. <laughs> hey, no, man, do you want to lead tonight? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> do you have any insight into why Cody left? Mm, that'll all come out soon. Fair. Oh, wow. It's another threat, <laughs> All right. Um, J Shell, Swerve versus QT. <laughs> um, I really didn't care. Swerve could have wrestled Invisible Man and I would have been happy. He looked in my direction and I sang the song back at him. I don't know if he saw me, but, you know, I did a duet with him and that's what matters. It's funny you say I that spoke cause... to him via DM and he did tell me he saw you. Thanks, you. You're welcome. The 411 Mania... Um... Report actually just says match two Swerve Strickland, so he may have in fact wrestled the Invisible Man on some versions of this very broadcast. Ricky Starks post match grabbed the microphone, did a little promo, set up the tag match for next week. This is one we're all been looking forward to. I think this program has been an absolute home run. Mm-hmm. I think it's been a really refreshing um, approach where it feels like guys have been like immediately put into something of note, something of worth. You know, saying that's like rather than just doing two months of spaced out squash matches, it feels like they're involved in the show immediately. 
I think it's really great stuff. Um, Bobby, what do you think? What do you think of, of this whole feud and then you know, next week's tag match? Yeah, I think it's been great. You know, I've been looking forward to the tag match with four guys that I really like. Um, hopefully they deliver. I don't see any reason they won't. It's going to be a big one for Ricky with uh, the New Orleans connection. Um, it's going to be really cool. Agreed. Jay Shell, what do you think? That man's going to show out. I can't wait. I Ricky said hi to me as he was getting on his tour bus. So me and Ricky obviously are friends, as you guys know. Um, so did he, what did he say about me? Nothing. He doesn't know you, Joe. Well, that's not totally true. I mean, I you know I was interviewing Ricky when he was working for Bill Coggs and the fledgling National Wrestling Alliance. Dark times. <laughs> Indeed. <laughs> um, shoot your thoughts on this this little tag program we've had going on here for the last month. I'm looking so. forward to it. This has been one of their better programs in a while. Just simple stuff too, right? Simple yep. Stuff. I like this thing on Wednesday a lot. Um, it's been a good build. I have no idea who's going to win, which also rules. Um, Hometown hero has to. You would think, but I, I'm fair. Fair. It's going to be fun. I'm dude, next week looks fucking awesome. So it does. The uh, this is not the bluff, right? I think they're going to do some sort of step tag in the end. I think yeah, like probably their own take on the famed Bunny Penelope. Ty J uh, bloodbath of yesteryear. So, anyway, I just did a New Orleans street fight. To be honest, but... Red Velvet and Willow Nightingale. Um, what the fuck? Just... Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I think that was amazing. That was like synced up. Um, Willow Nightingale, Red Velvet. This match got off to a nice start, and then legitimately. With this level of delivery, Excalibur was just like, and then Wednesday, Samoa Joe versus Minoru Suzuki, and I said, I, I, I just couldn't believe it. I leapt, pumped my fist, um, said, oh my God, you piece of shit. It was a real thing I said. I'm not really sure that was aimed at. I think it was Tony Khan, but I'm not so convinced. Might have been Excalibur. It looked good. The finish wasn't good, but the rest of the body of it looked good. I just, I can't pretend I wasn't shook by it. JJ two days ago tweeting, this is a match we'd like to see. And then yeah. Tony Khan booked it. And it was clearly booked like late notice because you could they had no reference. To, Excalibur didn't say anything about it. Oh, yeah, they added it in post. And it appeared Joe was booked for a talking segment next week because the lethal thing. Oh, Remember yeah. lethal? So I genuinely think this thing was put together in the last like 24 hours, which is hilarious. Um, we'll talk about all of that later. They start with the match. Uh, shoot, what did you think of Willow and Red Velvet? I like the match a lot. I like Willow a lot. Um, but I'm also a big fan of Red Velvet, so I had no issues with this finish besides the execution of it. Um, yeah. But Willow definitely is someone they should sign. Mm -hmm. um, but yeah, I, the match itself was very, I thought was actually really good until there. I still don't, I don't know what happened on that finish. I don't know why Willow. Rolled herself into position so perfectly for no reason. Um, I think the finish may have been the roll up they went into and got kind of stuck in. Yeah, it could have been. And then they just sort of reset. I think was what happened. But yeah, I think uh, I think you build Willow to win that Ring of Honor title. Um, it's good to see her get over every time they use her, though. Um, yeah, I, I'm one of the higher people on red velvet. So I was not remotely upset about this. That's nothing against Willow, but I think red velvet's very good. I also have to deal with Jack Crosby lashing out 
about how bad she is every time she's on TV, and it makes me very upset. Tonight he t- so full disclosure, folks. The Wheeler Yuta thing earlier, I definitely made up. Um, <laughs> but he, he he really did send a text that said, "No entrance for Red Velvet, fucking owned." And I immediately replied, "Wasn't one for Brian Daniels, neither you bald dork." And then um, and then literally the second I sent that, they announced the Suzuki and. <laughs> Joe matched and the whole tone just changed immediately. But <laughs> yeah, I like Red Velvet. She's much better than she, you know, she messed up one spot in one match. People gave up on her and it's disappointing. It is slightly alarming how often it feels like the crowd like just, <laughs> just doesn't cheer for her. And we all agree she's a great baby face. I don't get why that is or what's happened with that. Yeah. But Willow just connects, right? She just gets yeah, so Willow, it's yeah. really interesting. Jay Show, you were there for this one. Um, I know you're a fan of both women. Your thoughts? Yeah, I'm a I'm a big fan of um, Velvet. Bigger fan of Willow, though. Um, also, this is Willow's like area. She does Beyond over there. She went to school over there. Okay, um, so, I didn't know that. That makes a lot of sense. Yeah, oh. she went to Northeastern. Um, they sit on commentary as well, but <laughs> I, uh, we don't listen to commentary. I, I know. I was just saying. <laughs> just saying. <laughs> um, but I saw the uh, the announcement. I was like, oh. Cool, Joe will like that. And then I was like, let me keep watching Willow. Um, I think Willow needs to be signed now. Yesterday, they should have released an all elite graphic like right now. Uh, This is a scoop, but she was getting on the signed tour bus. So better be right around the corner because otherwise I'm going to be throwing some punches. Um, Oh my God. Everyone, please fill the chat with this real quick and I'll take a picture and send it to them. Um, also, I recently writ, written, wrote, whatever you want to call it, an article about Willow, if you want to read that, Tom Russell Pierce. Is that so, Yes. Yes, Joe, you're late. Well, there you go, folks. Sleep on the job and you get what you get. That's news to the castle. Bobby, you're not a piece of shit, so you wasn't distracted by the match graphic that I was. Uh, very excited about. It. I'm sure you was excited, but you're a pro, so you locked in. You got your notepad out. And you kept talking. You kept writing. So, what did you think of this one? Yeah, it was good. To put um, in the chat, Joe. You're seeing this. Yeah. <laughs> I um, I was a little surprised that Willow didn't win. I don't know if she might. They do might do like a last chance thing, and she can get in that way because it feels like she should be in this, right? Like, if they are going to yeah. sign her, she should probably be in this and kind of featured on this and then Ring of Honor because she could really. You know, be a big asset, but we'll see. I mean, I wouldn't I put her meant... in this because she was just because she's not going to win it, so she yeah. would just lose again. That's a good point. Yeah, um, I don't have a problem with Red Velvet though. So I mean, it was it was good. Like, yeah, I think there's the one part that was not great, but everything else was good. Yeah, I think look, Willow's might one of those ones where you wait a while for the all elite graphic, but I, I'd be kind of stunned if he lets her just not be a part of the promotion in some form or fashion. It would be mm. very surprising. That's, that's a neat one. This marina build is really, like, weird. Like, I can't say they're trying to make us take it really seriously or not all. It's strange. Like, the vignettes that Marina's had are, like, half vignettes, right? They're, like, <laughs> like they exist and they end before you can even sink your teeth into anything. It's weird. Tony Nice. He will be uh, managed by Smart Mark Sterling moving forward, it appears. Bob, oh, I know you dealt with... Sorry. Yes. This is actually a really good idea. Mm. That's a really good idea. If Layla's yep. going to be out a while, um, 
I mean, I read it. I we think Red Velvet's a good babyface worker, but she does. Yeah. There's she been a couple times where they Matt. booed her and she's leaned into it. Yeah. Yeah, the, she probably needs to be healed. The, <laughs> the Britsburg situation. Yeah. Yeah, it'll be interesting. Um, I mean, I, I think in ring, I kind of worry about that, but we'll see. That's Smart fair. Mark, Bob, I know it's someone you've worked with pretty closely through the years. Um, from one lawyer to another, what do you think of this addition here for old Smart Mark? I actually like Mark Sterling quite a bit and think he's a very good uh, heel manager. And, uh, you know, it would give Tony Nee something. Like, he's just a guy that's on TV and has matches. Like, this would add something to him at least. And that's good. I agree. I like it. The only problem with it is, is like, when you do this stuff, you have to, like, actually book him differently. And, like, I don't know if anyone really needs that. And yeah. I so I say this as a genuine fan of Tony Nee, but, like, his role on this roster should probably be the guy that wrestles on TV once every two months and loses. Like No, Ring of Honor. I was going to say, if this yeah. is a setup for Ring of Honor, that's, yeah. That's a good yeah. point. And also, it is worth saying that we all agree the C-shows could be more. Like, yeah. he could yeah. easily be, like, in programs on C-shows that never make TV. They just exist on, on a dark and elevation. So, yeah, it was interesting. Shu, what do you think of old, old Tone, 205 Murderer, getting the... Uh, I mean, I didn't see this coming at all, but I don't have any issues with it. I agree with the chat, and I'm I think there's a chance that uh, that he's not going to be with Jade much longer. Um, I mean, that may not be the case, but that would certainly make sense as to why you would start finding other roles for him to to get ready for that. Um, but yeah, this should be fine. I do. It's that should be a Ring of Honor thing. Um, it's much more interesting to me as a Ring of Honor thing act than it is an AEW thing. Um, I like the idea of slowly building up to get ready for your Ring of Honor. Yeah. You know, you can do little things on AEW TV that get you ready for. Um, yeah, that that makes a lot of sense in Ring of Honor. I think. Yeah, I agree. I think it does pop me though the idea of Smart Mark when he loses Jade. Just having a faction of underneath guys and just being a great big fucking loser. Yeah, I mean he'd be very good at it, and that, yeah. that's not an insult. Like he's a heel, right? Like, yeah. Like the idea that as a manager he just lucked out with Jade and he just spends like the next two years trying to recreate it. His gimmick is that he's a terrible lawyer. I mean he fucks yes. up every time. That's it's exactly. it's good. That's good pro wrestling. Mm -hmm. You need guys that their role is they get beat. I'm sorry, it's this is what it is. Yeah. Jay Shell. Joe, cut the shit. Good. Very good. It almost went terribly for Oracle last night, didn't it? Remember that? <laughs> yeah, it was difficult. What happened on last night's show, guys? It was quite the, uh, quite the scene. Was you happy to see old Tone Nice get a manager here, Jay Shell? Yeah, that's fine with me. I mean, I think he's cool. I I think he could be doing more on the C-shows, to be honest, too. I think he's a good worker. I just think that the roster's full of great workers, and that's yeah. not a shot at him. It's just, you know, you have to um, evolve and assess your surroundings and I think he's better fit for ROH. He can be one of the veterans in ROH if they really wanted to and put him with some new guys and it would be cool and all that stuff and yeah. I just can't wait till Jade fucks up Mark Sterling because she can talk by herself now. She really doesn't need somebody. Yeah. she Her perspective on Wednesday was very encouraging. It is worth saying to her, like, Nisi's like actually good. Yeah. yeah. Like, mm -hmm. I really enjoy QT who is a really good pro. But, like, to the general fan, he's not very impressive as a worker, right? Like, he pops those of us that are dogs. Tony Nese is, like, dynamic in the ring. He has, you know, he's not a personality guy, but he can definitely 
give you some uh, worthwhile TV yeah. in ring. Okay, it's so Ring of Honor pure champion. There you go. Main event, um, which was listed on 411 Mania as pure rules. John Moxley, Wheelie Utah. Um, this got a lot of hype. It was worth it and more. The blood was incredible. This was a classic case of one of wrestling's oldest stories, just proving it could still work. I said on, on uh, last night's review, this go. visual has popped me huge. Tony Nese and Bear Country. Kind of rules. I'm actually on board with Make that. Make him a little sandwich between the two bears. My only thing with that is, that would be, if you were going to do that, I would push Bear Country more, you know? Because yeah. in my pitch, I would have him with like, like he goes like Ryan Nemeth, and he's like, listen, man, you're a crossover star, yeah. even in movies, you know? You're tremendous. I um, think, yeah, I think Bear Country should be a big part of Ring of Honor. Yeah, Work horsemen. Yes, go. yes. Now, this uh, on last night's show, I said about how FTR, their baby face turn has been like one of Tony Khan's greatest hits as a booker. I think you may actually be top of the board on that front. Like, I think it's, I watched Strong from last weekend, and he was in the opening match with Rocky Romero in a tag. And I was like, this was taped. JJ was there, so you can tell me when it was taped. But it was not taped long, like a month ago. And like, you had, it's easy to forget, you was not over at all. Yeah. Like he got, he got very little reaction. He had no buzz. He's like red hot now. He was winning, getting mm-hmm. the better yeah. of the trading chance. Mm-hmm. They were trying for you. So um, Mox, easy pro wrestling done perfectly. Blood, guts, all of the above. I adored it. Um, shoot, what say you? I love this so much. Um, perfect pro wrestling storytelling. The last few weeks for Wheeler Wheeler Yuta have been incredible. Um, I, we don't know 100% for sure that he's in Blackpool Combat Club, but it's pretty clear that's where they're headed. Um, he wrote BCC on his chest and blood at the end of the show, which was something. Um, <laughs> but yeah, I like we we had talked about how Wheeler Yuta was the the one of that young group that hadn't really impressed us yet. And now I think he's the best of the group, and I'm not sure it's close. <laughs> so, uh, oh, yeah, that was on March 20th, JJ says, and they didn't care about him at all. Um, Bro, March 20th, that's no time ago. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's Hey, look, man. Pro wrestling is not as hard as we've been led to believe it is in the yeah. last 20 years. Um, you mean guys can get over in a couple of weeks rather than like four yeah. years? Especially when you don't go out of your way to like embarrass them. And I mean, you guys ass kicked a couple times, but they certainly didn't like make them look stupid or anything. Right. Um, yeah, this was awesome. You'd have got the shit kicked out of him, but he certainly, you know, he mocks gave him a lot too, but the story was that he got the shit kicked out of him and he kept coming back. He kicked out of the paradigm shift twice the second one was unbelievable. Um, yeah. I like I lost my mind at that second kick out. And yeah, JJ's right. He's been working with Danielson and Moxley. That that goes a long <laughs> way. Um, although I'm, this is one of Moxley's better in ring matches in a long time. I agree. But I will say, I think there is real evidence that this is like the best he's ever been as a singles wrestler. Yeah, because if you look mm-hmm. at like. I know you didn't see the Biff match shoot, 
But if you look at the Jay Lee full match, like that was way better than I expected it to be. Yeah. Like, I thought that was just gonna be a steady like freestyle match. They had like a really tremendous match. And even if you look at when he came back and he wrestled like Ethan, and there was another one that I liked. Um, I forget now. He just seems really locked in in terms of ideas. Yeah, I agree. Like, he, ain't, he isn't just going for the motions, you know. But even well, he still, probably he feels a lot healthier. I mean, that yeah, that's not exactly. anything to look down on. That's a real just, thing. Just great to see him in this kind of form. You know, it really is. Um, I want to go. I want to circle back to the Utah being top of the pack in a minute because I think there's some fun to have that conversation because it's interesting. Uh, Bob, what do you think of the rampage main event? Yeah, I loved it. Um, you know, with Yuta doing the dive while Mox's entrance is still going on was awesome. Yeah. Just kind of set the tone, and then uh, you know, just got violent, and Yuta got the uh, Eddie Guerrero 2004 Judgment Day uh, cut. Was worried about him for a while. Um, yeah, just really good stuff, man. And Yuta rules. Uh, kicking out two paradigm shifts is awesome, and I like the finish a whole lot too. So like, you know, I said you should send videos of your faults. Yep. If you'd have sent us one that was like, hey, guys, I'm really worried right now. Willie is bleeding a lot. We'd have immediately messaged you. This was taped on Wednesday, Bob. He's okay. And you would have been so much more at ease, you know? So just keep that in mind. Jay Shell, you were there. You told me it was great. It sure was. Your thoughts watching it back and then any kind of other live experience elements that you would like to add. Go ahead. Yeah. Um, somebody mentioned in the chat, but Yuda is a beyond guy. He's from the Boston-ish area. Does a lot of Massachusetts shows. Um, so he was obviously very over in the crowd. I think that helped him a lot as well. Um, but they know who to put in what spots, and this was the perfect time to have this match. And I think this can be a perfect story that we're going to circle back to when Yuta eventually does beat Mox or however that yeah. story you know plays out or whatever. Um, but I think this was a very strong showing for Yuta. It was a strong showing for Mox too for me because I've said before his regular match style doesn't always work for me. Um, but this was just, I'm going to fuck this guy up. And this guy was like, right, you know what? Don't phase me. So that was great. I, I appreciate that. This. Yeah, that stuff's weird. That wrestlers are fucking weird with that stuff. Like, <laughs> There's only a few select cases where you actually notice where it'll make a guy worse. It's really strange, you know? Like, yeah. I don't. I wouldn't want to think about it too much because I'm sure it's wildly unhealthy to be out there as some like a fucked up hamstring or anything that may matter, but... You know, historically, weird results happen when those are the cases. It's just strange. Yes. Um, you were Garcia, Moriarty, top flight, hook, Bowens, the next wave of pillars is something else. JJ, please remember that list of names. I want to do a game after this, okay? JJ, I'm, I'm, I'm trusting you remember the name. No, we you. can start so we can bring it back. I got it. <laughs> okay. What? JJ, don't worry. You could just star comments. I forgot. <laughs> Sitting there, like making JJ get his like phone notes out quick. Joe, you remember how you told me I was unprofessional? Yeah. Yeah. I never I said I was professional. I just comment on everyone else. Anyway. So like Vince McMahon um, taking a stunner. I was gonna go. Yeah, I was gonna go in a lot of different directions. <laughs> you know, it's like people that log on to Twitter and they go, "This guy's a fucking nerd, huh?" <laughs> Hundred and fifty thousand wrestling tweets under his belt. <laughs> okay, man. What do you say? <laughs> <laughs> they can still hear us by the way shoot which rules yeah i saw i was watching this show <laughs> that's i didn't watch wrestlemania of course but i sat here and played video games and listened to your entire entire uh 
review that night. How was it? Did you know any fines? No, it was good. I mean, I didn't really care about the subject matter, but it was good. Yeah. Oh, that's why you texted me. Remember I lashed out? Yeah. I texted you a couple times during that show. It was like the old days. The old days? <laughs> <laughs> Lost you September. said the same thing on the show. <laughs> yeah, that's interesting. All right. Next Wednesday, AEW Dynamite. Okay, so other than the big one that was announced, what else do we have? The tag match mm, with Ricky and... Yeah, so we've got okay, Ricky and Hobbs versus uh, Keith and Swerve, which we talked about some. Tag titles, I want to quickly talk about this because we did it on the review show. So, JC, I think you and I kind of explored this Oracle, but I want to give Shoot and Bob a chance to do the same. Title change next Wednesday? Yes. Yeah. Give me like a percentage of how confident you are on that or how like you think it is. 97%. Wow. Yeah, probably about 90 at this point. Wow, like just because Cole's risk, they're winning. Yeah. yeah. What do you think? Someone in the Discord, I forget, was if they're here, feel free to uh, show yourself. I'll, I'll credit as such. But someone in the Discord said, like, Red Dragon should be a transitional champ to FTR. And I kind of, I kind of rock with that. Like, FTR is so hot. I know, I know the hesitation is they've got three belt, two belts already, but like, yeah. God almighty, are they hot, you know? I'd have to think about it. But. It'd be interesting because that's. You know, where do you go from there? Unless you just have them relinquish the Ring of Honor titles, which would be you, an option. Relinquish like, Triple A. If they want Santana and Ortiz to be up next, Red Dragon also makes sense in that way because they can then yeah. hold them for like three, four months. Mm-hmm. Um, it's interesting. I'll be like, I'm not, I said this before, I think Red Dragon as a team are kind of like overstated historically. Like, I actually think they're both kind of more compelling as singles wrestlers, which happens sometimes, right? It's like a weird kind of. And then they're a good team, but like, there's chance. I don't know if they're the answer to the problem we've been having, but I do think they're probably a start from what we've had. Yeah. I just want these belts to get back where they were last summer, man. Mm. You know, like they're kind of just like when we were just running to the call, I forgot they were even on the line next Wednesday. It's just, I don't know. Not every team can be like the Bucks. I get that, but it feels like it should be a middle ground between their reign and this one to me. Even the Lucha Bros reign was a struggle in that sense, right? It's just, yeah. Hard. Okay. So, what, so we've got those two. Um, in fairness, Kyle also is better with uh, with Adam Cole Bay Bay. So imagine that insult coming from me. No, I'm I'm it's, I'm fine. It's fine. I, I just like I can't. The chat doesn't disagrees that the Red Dragon's going to win. I can't see them having them both lose next week. What if what if they did, and like Tony Khan came out with an NXT flag, and like put it down in the ring, and he was like. CM Punk, everybody, and CM Punk came out and just just kicked the shit out of a flag in the middle of the ring for the last ten minutes of AEW Dynamite. Well, they set it go. on fire. I'm on board. No, but like, wouldn't it be funnier almost? If it was just like he just laid it down, and just put the boots to it, sort of kicked through it a few times. Yeah, and then you set it on fire after. You could do that, yeah. Like the roster slowly falls out and it claps. Yeah, you know. Um, Joe's crying. Yeah, I, I, Christian. Being mad is probably going to play into this too. So, when do Mox and Danielson get the belts? I don't think they do. I don't think they're going. Oh, think, hallelujah! I actually think that was the plan, and I think it's been a noticeable shift the last two weeks. They've done singles matches because you it's know how they. Happen, Who knows? For sure, but like you know how they but usually when they had like three straight tags, that usually means rankings climbing, stuff going on, right? I think. 
Yeah, this stuff's fluid. I think they've changed it a couple of times, but we'll see. Um, okay. I here's the thing. I agree with this, but like I think this almost makes it more likely they lose because Darby he, loses all the time. He's a pillar. He, he would work Christian at the pay per view. Yeah, he'll beat Christian. Yeah, it's not so much about de-emphasizing Jungle Boy. It's like so Jungle Boy I, doesn't need to take the pin. It's tag. Yeah, match. you have you have the lizard lose. The world's largest lizard. That was awesome when Jonas said that, wasn't it? Yeah, I um, Young Bucks losing on Wednesday and Red Dragon winning next Wednesday furthers the story um, of Cold picking between the two. Yeah, that's that's a good point too. I don't know. I I don't actually mind. Bob just sent a private chat about Oracle. Oh no. Um, Need even release to happen. I'm just, I was just asking. All right. Um, is there another match announced other than the, the one that announced tonight? Is that we covered it? Darby well, we Allen to... lost to Andrade and then he won. What are your glasses? It's bad for your eyes. Five matches and he lost to Sammy twice. And then there was all the punk stuff. Yeah, I'm very blind. My glasses are right there, but when I wear them, you can see the ring light, so it looks very bad. So I just go like this. That was terrifying. <laughs> oh, you'd lost your mind. You just got these guys with Harvey Allen. <laughs> um, uh, yeah, I'm very, I'm very blind. <laughs> big one next week. Jungle Boy's lost 36 times. How many times has he won? 77. Wow. <laughs> That's just hilarious. These stats are all... I'm so glad they keep these. Like I know, I know. Like there's the downsides to them or whatever, but they pop me so much. Hey guys, Swire Joe versus Minoru Suzuki next Wednesday. AEW Dynamite. When Tony Khan <laughs> tweeted what he tweeted, it had to be a Joe match, right? It kind of felt because yeah, it was saying that it clearly become available to him recently. Mm-hmm. Can we talk about the payoff of the bit? Like, <laughs> J Shell's being affected by being an Oracle Square. <laughs> Bob? Yep. What do you think Colton Gunn's record is? Mm. Can you tell me how many matches he's had? 50. 17 and 33. 46 and 4. Colton Gunn? Oh, no, they were undefeated for a while. Um, like 44 and 6. He's 48 and 2. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Rocky Marciano or some shit, man. It's crazy. That makes sense. Well, that's a bad comp. Rocky Marciano was 49 and 0. 48 and 0. Jason, what's Rocky Marciano's record? Who? Oh, all right. Never mind. <laughs> are you saying somebody I know or are you speaking no. like very quickly? And I'm... No, it was oh, okay. someone you didn't know. Frankie Kazarian is 68 and 29. He's going to wrestle Scorpio soon. Crowd's going to go. What's Jake Cargill's record? 29 and 0. Hmm. Interesting. So, um, this bit that's happened here on on the late night grid, where I would every week get like alarmingly excited about Samoa Joe, and everyone would call me a piece of shit and tell me to grow up and move on. And here's Navin revealed that the only person in the world more excited about Samoa Joe and AEW than me was Tony Khan, <laughs> who's apparently going to just have him wrestle every week. Uh, to pop himself, and he's 
TW-verse that he lives in here. Bob, your thoughts on the big announcement tonight of next week's Ring of Honor television title match? It rules, man. Um, you know, Suzuki, I still haven't seen a whole lot of him, but like from what I've seen, he's someone that uh, just makes an impact every time he's on, and it's cool to see him on a big stage like that. And it's it's going to be a fun match. Like, I like Suzuki, I like Joe, and that's really all it takes, you know? Like, it's it's going to be cool. Jay Show? He has... Suzuki has two matches right before this on Saturday and Sunday with GCW. He has Blake Christian and somebody else. I don't remember exactly who. Um, so I'm thinking that's probably why it was last minute. They had to coordinate flights yeah. and all that stuff. Um, but I'm interested. I think it's going to be fun. I think there's going to be lots of violence. I think they're going to hit the shit out of each other. And I'm going to show my mom this is what fighting is. They're definitely going to do like an eight-minute standoff where they just throw forearms at each other. Fair. And it's going to roll. Confirm, shoot. You appear to be still um, scanning AEW records. Am I correct? Sammy Guevara is forty-three and twenty-six. Mm-hmm. Owned. Do you want to know Serpentico's record? Good. Adam Cole's lashed out to me again in the chat. Look at this. I told you it was him. Look at Cole in the chat. He's now saying yeah. I wasn't excited about Samoa Joe. Man, fuck this show. Samoa Joe's one and zero in AEW, by the way. Do you know what's happening tomorrow? It's the Briscoes versus Bussy. Hmm. Were there no good teams for them to wrestle? Shoot, you're being spiteful. (laughs) (laughs) Suzuki's facing Mike Bailey. Oh, that'll be good. Very good, yeah. That's on Sunday. Hmm. On that card is also um, Biff and Masha, um, Hmm. Bandito, Nick Wayne, which will be really good. Hey, shoot. Yes. Um, for... <laughs> <laughs> I s- shoot. Yes. I said thoughts on Samoa Joe versus Minoru Suzuki. Um, I'm looking forward to it. Do you think Joe's going to win the Ring of Honor television title? No. Wow, what's your finish? Jay Lethal. <gasps> Do we think Sanjay Duck could wrestle a match? I mean, who is that man? I don't even really know who he is. <laughs> yeah. They did kind of assume that you would know. <laughs> I've actually never seen him wrestle with before. AEW sometimes. That, yeah. like, they automatically assume that you know who these people are. Sometimes yeah. I need a little cliff notes. I need a little tour around the country of what they've done or something, because well, he's high in terms of he's high in terms of popularity when you was in fact uh, two, so that makes sense. I do understand your kind of confusion, but you so, know, I'm sure you can get squashed by Joe. Jay Show. I think what it is is that Tony Khan realizes that in 2022 we all have phones in our hands and we can <gasps> just type Sanjay Dutt and then get like a page that tells us everything they've done in their career. I'm not going to do that. I want to tell him where to go. <laughs> Sanjay Dutt is blah, 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 blah. And he's friends with Jay Lethal because blah, blah, blah. They did say he's a longtime friend of Jay Lethal. Well, what why? do you need? So, but why? Um, they, they're friends. <laughs> so, like how did they wrestle each other? And now they're friends. They were in TNA together for a while. I'm pretty sure, like, I'm pretty sure they uh, fought over SoCal Val. 
know. Yeah, I, know I think they did. So anyway, um, so my point anyway was that that this could lead to um, the hilarious idea of Jay Lethal and Sanjay Dutt versus Samoa Joe and Minoru Suzuki. <laughs> Do we agree that like if Joe wins, the he cannot be the actual television? They have to like a unification deal, right? Yeah. This that's is that's such actually a... could be what they do is just unify Dude, them. Is this the most hilarious like possible title match? <laughs> the Ring of Honor television title? No, it is not <laughs> the most hilarious possible title match. What would you say is the most hilarious possible title match? Minoru Suzuki versus Ryan Nemeth. That's nowhere near as funny as this. So why are you mad at us? I'm not mad at you. I'm mad at the the venomous folks in the chat. The Lash Minoru Suzuki versus Danhausen. Minoru Suzuki versus Paul White for the Ring of Honor Television Championship. Yeah, okay, you beat me there. All right, fair. <laughs> Paul White as Ring of Honor TV champ is amazing. I'm really looking forward to this. I know that this is going to go terribly when we do the review show and Oracle just comes on and is like, well, if it's very good. It's like, well, yeah, man, but if I can rule, well, you know. We don't even know if Oracle is still going to be around by then. <laughs> <laughs> atmosphere on this is going to be great, right? You just assume? Oh, yeah. Two of the, two of the more, um, you know, kind of uh, enduring personalities and presences in wrestling. They both have such great physical charisma that I think this is going to be a blast about the match doing all that much. You probably get free bumps between them. Yeah, it's going to be fucking awesome. It's wild. In all seriousness, bits like putting the bits to the side here, because uh, obviously I was never excited about Smart Jack. Um, like, it is hilarious how into this Tony is, right? Like, <laughs> Like he he seems to just to the races with Samoa Joe, just get the most out of this we can. How do you think that bodes for this run in general? Joe, can you please turn your camera back on? <laughs> I'm yeah, hurt right now. I don't want you to see it's me like this. Distracting, Joe. I don't want you to see me like this. Um, Bob, your thoughts on unprofessional? Your thoughts on what this means for Joe's run? The kind of pace of this opening here. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, it, it seems to mean like he's good to go, right? Or he's not, if he's worried about uh, his body holding up or whatever, like people say that he should be, um, he's not letting it like bother him or affect how he's uh, taking these matches early on. Mm. Uh, Jay Shell? I'm not answering until you come back on the screen. Hello. Hey! You- Tactics work. Are you surprised to see Joe being so active? Actually, yeah. Um, I thought he was going to wrestle that match and take like a two or three week break, but apparently he's just like, Suzuki, fuck it. I mean, it is a dream match for people, so I can see why he would, you know, agree to doing it, but I think he should take a second because that match is going to be a lot. <laughs> Confirm shoot. We did the green grab plot. Two weeks ago, and at the end of it, I did this big thing where I was like, you never know what can happen next. I didn't expect this to be where we were a couple of weeks later. Uh, a dream match of mine for sure. Where are you, like, where do you stand on this kind of, uh, kind of unconventional start to Joe's AEW run? Where I think most people expected if he came in, he would be mostly a character. He's going to be wrestling two for two in terms of matches on Dynamite. What do you think? He's going to wrestle all the time. How do you feel about that? <laughs> Excited I'm fine with it until he shows me you can't do it. I'm fine with it. Yeah, it's actually a smart one in terms of a, it won't be too long, but obviously it's going to be longer than last week by you know a stretch. It's a smart one in that like it won't be very, you know, I don't think he'll be hitting the ropes a lot. You know, like, I think he'll yeah. be pretty 
lock in and throw strikes. I think it'll be a blast. So very excited for this. Um, two of my all-time favourites. So this should be fun. Okay. Bob, you have a big topic? Go ahead. No, I thought we had uh, the thing we that JJ brought up. Our with... game, yeah. Yeah, but Bob, when he, Bob said he had a big topic. I mean, we have a bit, but I thought that was for later. Oh, okay, fine. Yeah. So I wanted to have some fun tonight with the the ceiling of many of wrestling's great stars. And so the way this is going to work is it is going to try its best to remove the current kind of form and factors best it can. Okay, this is what I would like us to do. I will name a wrestler, and you guys tell me are their optimal performance with their best booking in the correct position, the perfect presentation, what is their ceiling in a national wrestling promotion? Now, national wrestling promotion, I understand, is a vague term nowadays. I mean a real one, not one of the fake ones that exists. I mean on TV every week in front of, let's say, minimum 800,000 people. What is their ceiling? Okay. I'm going to do people from across the the uh, landscape. We're going to start, though, with JJ's list here of the AEW guys. So let's start with a guy who is very, very much relevant tonight after you know his finest hour yet. Will you a ceiling in a national wrestling promotion is what Bobby O'Neill? Probably like upper mid-card guy. You know, guy that gets in a big title match every once in a while for maybe like a big TV show or something or... Uh... And, you know, delivers, but probably is never your top guy in the promotion. But I, I, I think he still uh, brings a lot of value. And, uh, yeah, I think I'd put him there. Like, in AEW specifically, probably like a TNT title guy. Jay Shell, what do you think? Where do you – he's ceiling. Yeah, I'm, I'm the same. I'm at TNT title. Um, I feel like he could eventually reach world title, but I think it might be a stretch. It depends the character work he's doing then and everything like that, but yeah. yeah. Okay. Shoot. You co-sign that or are you a little higher? Ring of Honor champion. Give Is that like higher a... than TNT champion? Exactly. Do I don't know. Probably not. Yeah. <laughs> if, it, if it's not, then TNT champion. If it is, then Ring of Honor champion. Okay. <laughs> Right. We'll see when we see John Grash on TV. Because the key here is there are definitely guys that have been champions for the other promotions that on a on a big time rush to their ceiling is lower, you know? So yeah. you were probably a good example where I think at this point he would pretty objectively be like an ace for a lot of these promotions. But on an, on this scale, where does he slot? I think I agree with you guys. The one thing I will say is with Ewer, his floor isn't much lower than that, right? It feels like he's going to be pretty yeah. solid for you in that kind of mid to upper mid-card range. And again, folks, look, there are a lot of factors that are going to play. You know, the the momentum, the, the the kind of general perception that a guy can get from booking the way that he has right now is massive. But I think I agree with you guys right now. Okay. Ne- up next, let's continue with that kind of crop here. Again, we'll stick with JJ's comment. Daniel Garcia who recently has been doing something different with Jericho. He's been a sports entertainer, which has been fun. He is in-ring a guy that always gets, you know, critical acclaim, and rightly so. Personality has been a a topic of conversation. Jay Shell, your thoughts on Garcia's ceiling in a national Why do I have to go first with this one, Joe? To get out of the way. Oh, my God. World champion. So he's higher than you. Yes. I I think once he gets the character stuff. 
golden. He's money. And would you say that he he's archetype that he would kind of fill the role of like he would kind of be the you know working world champion, the ace kind of role of a maybe on the heel side, but he would be the guy that you kind of trust to go there and have classic world title matches, right? As, I don't think. Yeah. He doesn't strike me as a guy that's ever going to be like the character of the show. Does that make sense? Well, like... I I think he has charisma. I think he's just a little bit shy. Like yeah. all the Twitter stuff, it works. He just got to find a way to bring that to TV. Yeah, he's definitely not a bland personality. It's just I agree. It's a matter of translating it to the to the cameras. Um, shoot, I know you've kind of gone up and down a little bit on Garcia. Where are you at as of this moment? Same as Judah. Flaws are similar. I think Yuta's ahead of him right now, um, but Yuta's a little bit older, so that makes sense. Um, I think I'm kind of on this. I'm kind of going to give the same answer for everyone on this list on the screen right now. Um, really? But I think interesting. I think, like Mad King just said, there's there there's a scenario where Yuta and Garcia both could be world champion. But I gotta see it first. World champion in AEW, man, that's hard. Yeah, no, but I agree. Think about once all these people like Sorry. that are currently champions now or about to be champions are gone because those guys right. are so young that like it makes me think that okay, these are the next champions. Like, got, they'll well, be beating like MJFs and stuff. Chris oh, no, is now lost MJF, but... I was gonna say MJF's the same age as these guys. That's Chris so weird. Just... The rest has just lost so long now, though, you know. Like it's really difficult. I mean, look, we're talking about Samoa Joe Minoru Suzuki. Like, they just fucking don't go away, wrestlers like, anymore. Maybe like a, the, a Ricky or a Swerve. Right. I yeah. think, I mean, I put Jungle Boy ahead of these guys, and Jungle Boy's younger than most of them, I think. Um, I want to I want to do those pillars too, because that's interesting. Huh. That's, the, that's the issue is you got to, you know, who the, are the... The reason I wanted to do this was, you and I have talked about this shoot, but like, there's this thing where everyone with a ceiling of any kind is just immediately branded as a future world champion, and it's yeah. like, well, it's hard to be a future world champion, <laughs> man. <laughs> exactly. Like, and so, I, this isn't even a bit. Like JJ is probably in the chat, and I know I've told a story on here. When Cody Rhodes came up, I said to JJ, "Cody Rhodes is future world champion," and I got dunked on for that for years. It's hard, man. And and he's still, I mean, if we want to say the Ring of Honor world title, sure. The NWA world title doesn't mean anything. Um, he hasn't, still hasn't really been world champion. Is he going to be soon? Probably. But, and this is what, 16 years later, something like that? Like, it's mm -hmm. just so hard to, mm -hmm. yeah. it's hard to be world champion, man. <laughs> Especially yeah. in AEW, where, the time everyone get yeah yeah they're not much. just gonna and there's not two of them and that's i'm that's not even i'm like i'm not taking yeah. a shot here i'm just saying like it's hard yeah yeah let's just <laughs> hello oracle i'm like Hang trying to find it right now actively there we oracle, go oracle how are you <laughs> well uh so when i got off i paced around my apartment and i called my brother get my anxiety down and I proceeded to do some self-fulfilling prophecies that he buried before live via telephone. I attempted to do crutches to see if that would help any. And then I realized I can't do crunches anymore. And he laughed at me and buried me and said, I don't think that's going to help. 
If anything, it's going to create more problems. Um, and then I walked around some more and we talked about it. And then I realized I ate a whole lasagna. Um, every time I press on it, it makes me burp. Um, we surmised that it's possibly a muscle strain because I do, you know, I do work, you know, uh, you know, a uh, physical hard labor job, but also that it could just be my diet's poor and it's bad indigestion. Not to mention the multiple sodas I drank today. And yeah, it's still here, but I, I think I can fairly say that I'm a little bit more in, in, in the mood after taking that 45 minute to an hour break. I think I'm a little bit more into it now. Telling stories. <laughs> got my, <laughs> got my, you know, anxiety and, and fears, uh, resolved a little bit. <laughs> so, um, okay. Well, tweeted, we're out gonna... some, tweeted out some cats with jobs tweets. Um, good. Good call. That's 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 what I got right here in my little pop. Bobby. <laughs> Bobby. Pop. Yeah. Garcia's ceiling in national promotion. Yeah, I think it's about the same as you to like there's a scenario where they could be world champion, but like as of right now, we'll see how this Jericho thing goes. Like if he can kind of nail the character and I know showing range is kind of a bit, but like he's a guy that could really stand to do it a little bit. Um if you can do all that, sure, maybe someday. But yeah, I think as of right now, probably like bottom part of the main event, kind of like Yuta. Oracle, mm. what do you think Daniel Garcia's ceiling is in a national promotion? A proper national promotion, not like MLW. Uh, I, I, I don't know. I'm, I, I. He doesn't come across to me as somebody who could be like a um, big time star. He he's always like in the, ever since I've heard of him in the last year or so, he just comes across as like a work rate guy, which is fine. Um, I I, I don't really know what you can do with him. I don't know. I, I'm a lot of times. I don't feel like I'm the best gauge of like someone's ceiling. Mm-hmm. Um, but then there are people like Bianca or whoever that I thought was like, oh yeah, they're they're great. You know, if you push them, they'll be they'll be great. But um, she's kind of a rare talent, though. That's kind of a rare exception. Yeah. Um, Garcia, I, I don't know. It's tough. I like the guy a lot. It's just, I don't know. I don't know what you, it's weird. I think there's something there. I think Jay show is right to kind of point out his actual personality, which seems to be genuinely funny and engaging. Yeah. Like, I, kind of like the, so like the photos and stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I kind of think he's going to find it. I think he has a higher ceiling than you are personally. Now I'm intrigued. Where does Moriarty go by comparison? J-Show? Superstar. World champion, movies, everything. Sasha Banks level. I think what? he's the one. Out of that group, I think he has to be the one. Wow, highest four. Okay, that's interesting. Bob, do you agree? 
I can see it, yeah. Like, of the three that we mentioned so far, yeah, I could definitely see it most with him, I think. Shoot. Coastline? Same as the other guys. Oh my God. I like all three of them. I know the chat thinks I don't like Garcia. Um, Hiya. Yeah. I just, I can't, I haven't seen enough. Like, I like Lee a lot. Um, but I need to see, you know, I like his, he's got some good promos. I think his promos so far have been better than Garcia's. Um, I agree that Garcia clearly has something. Um, sometimes that's hard to actually put that on television, though. Yeah. Um, which I think we're kind of, we were starting to see that with Jungle Boy too, though. Like he was kind of in that same boat where you could tell he had, you could tell there was more to him, but he was shy and like he's starting to find it a little bit. Um, but yeah, we just got to see more of him. It's too soon to tell. I really like him as a worker, though. He's so unique. Yeah. I kind of have, I don't think there's a huge gap between them all. But on my like leaderboard, I would go Hugh are slightly below Garcia, and then Moriarty slightly ahead of Garcia. You know, like I think, wait, what did I say? Yeah, that made sense, right? Garcia's in the middle, Hugh is bottom. Okay. I think Moriarty is. No, you just put Moriarty in the middle and Garcia at the bottom. No, I think he, he I think he said basically I one Lee, two Garcia, three Yuta. Yeah. yeah, I just said it weird. Okay. I'm British. Um, <laughs> Moriarty, I think, is pretty clearly, I think, has the most presence of them. Like when Moriarty comes out, he's the most striking of the guys in terms of like the way he feels. I think he stands out. <laughs> I have, this is, like, I actually completely agree with you. One of my favorite things about Lee in ring is how different he is. But I do think he's less like complete than the other two in ring. Does that make sense? Like, <laughs> I love how different he is. So I think he's also more raw, which is not a negative necessarily, but I think it's a thing. Um, I think I'm kind of. The, if you said to me which of these guys are world champion, I think Lee is the is the favorite. I don't think Shoot is crazy though to be like, man, like none of these guys are locks because that ain't what this promotion is, right? It's worth yeah. saying. Oracle, do some uh, contrast and compare for me. For uh, you know those three guys, Garcia, you and Moriarty, give me your kind of personal overview of them. You know where do you think they all stand compared to each other? Well, the guy I've seen the least of is is Moriarty. Um, I haven't really paid attention much to the Indies in years. Have you seen yeah. his match with Darius Lockhart? No. Oh my God, um, Oracle! I'm going to change your life when I show you that. Oh, I, be careful, I, oh, dear. oh dear! Oh dear! Massive mistake made of a ninety-minute marker. Like he's gonna send that DM back to you that says two and a quarter, and you're gonna fucking <laughs> be so mad. Uh, I'm gonna say careful. something I can't say so, up here. Here's here's the thing. Uh no, it's not true. The person, not, okay, of the three, I've I've known of Yuta the longest, mm-hmm. Lee the second, Garcia the last. Um, I've seen Garcia live. I've seen Yuta the most in the last year because he's been a consistent character and wrestler on TV the last year. Um, I've liked a lot of what I've seen from Lee. Um, I thought Yuta was fine until about a month or so ago where I thought he's, yeah. you know, really, you know, really up this game. 
I was a bigger fan of Garcia in the latter half of last year than I am now. Um, though I still like the guy. Yeah. Uh, he kind of disappeared a little bit and then came back for this JAS stuff. Um, it's hard to predict. I don't know. This is this stuff is hard for me because so many things can happen. Injuries. Um, uh, injuries. Um, you know, departures. It's uh, fine. You don't have to guess yeah. anything. You're not sure about. It's just. It's, you know. I, I don't know. Like it's 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 kind of a it's kind of a like. Obviously, Yuta's like a made a made guy. Not, I mean, doesn't necessarily mean he's like going to be like a main eventer, but he's obviously made. He's he's the first one they can. Garcia technically was, but Yuta feels even more here. Way more, yeah. Because because oh, yeah. of Robbie got with those three guys. Yeah. Um. You know, Garcia. We, you know, you know, Jericho Rub helps, but this is like they're both in good spots, though. Yes. They yes. need to find one for Lee now. Um. Yeah. Yeah. Right, Side our Asia. Yeah. Don't don't even. Someone said in the chat they think he'll be like. Um, they think they may continue with the situation that closed uh, Supercard. You know where Joe kind of endorsed Lee and yeah, John. I can see that. I actually think that'd be really cool. Like you wouldn't want to overdo it because it'd be weird to have Joe in a group setting. But like something where he's kind of the mentor of those kind of Ring of Honor, the guys that because Lee feels like a guy that could kind of define Ring of Honor right at this point. So it's um... interesting. So I talked about a while ago, one of the ways that the, the baseball prospect books I used to read where it would rate guys on their ceiling, but then their likelihood of reaching that ceiling. It was kind of two different things. Yeah. And I think when we go to hook, that's going to become very, very prevalent. Bah, 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 so I don't want to rush through these, but we've talked flyer. <laughs> Uh, this is going to sound dismissive, but I mean, it would I think it's as simple as they're going to be the tag team champs at some point. Mm. Do you think there's like real singles runs ahead of these? Or is it, are they going to just be a tag? And there's, look, there's, I love tag team wrestling, but you know, being tag champ is different to being world champ. <laughs> like, I think their highest ceilings is a tag team. I do too. Mm-hmm. Jay Shell, your hand was raised and then it went I- unraised. Yeah, I think there's something there's an interesting idea if you see them in ROH as singles guys. Yeah. I I don't think it's like a huge level of singles work for them, but I think there's something interesting there, especially when we looked at Dante mm-hmm. without Darius. I think Darius can do the same as well. I just I the only reason I said it the way I did is because like it feels like as t- as a tag team they're going to be like the team eventually. So yeah. their ceiling as singles oh, would yeah. have to be higher, right? That's the, like when I say that, to be clear, folks, I'm not saying they're going to just be just another team. I mean, like the they're probably going to be a major piece of that division for me, years and years to come. Let me say this. Okay. Let me, let me, the defend, let me defend the career tag team situation. They are in a perfect company to be a career tag team. Yeah. If they yeah, stay there forever. I love tech team. You know, they're 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 inc- I mean they're like ridiculously young. You know they, well, they can very well move around or whatever, and that's they are fine. Young enough to date but me. The point is, is like FDR, <laughs> FDR and the Young Bucks. They're, they're they're. I mean FTR is basically 
Like, right. To me, this week, FTR solidified themselves as an actual main event act in AEW. Mm. Yeah. Before they weren't always main event act. Young Bucks were. Everybody knew that. FTR solidified themselves as main event. To be to be clear, and and and, and, and I'll say this, and I'm being be careful. You know, I'm I'm saying it, but I'm not like going off. But like, I mean, the Road Warriors were, you know, a tag right. team. And they I just you I, know sold the house in a you know in AWA. So I mean, we could only flesh out the cruiser part so much with tags because like, it's just they did the belt. The tag team belts are just treated different to the world titles. And there's nothing wrong with that. Sure. But like, if we all agree they're going to be a team for years, it would always be dumb for my next question to be like, so you think they'll be the world tag team champs? I'm like, yeah, of course they will, right? It's just different. Yeah. There's nothing wrong yeah. with it. Yeah. Sure. In the short term, I would be fascinated to see um, whether they would have charisma on screen together with Sky Blue. Yeah. I think that would make them an interest. I, I, I'm not doing a bit, but that's the thing is the real couples don't always have chemistry on screen. Mm-hmm. Um, that's a cute baby face <laughs> really? couple. That's how you do it. Yeah. If you and, were to tie like that. Last night, I pitched Lee Johnston and Julia as heel act in Ring of Honor. Yes. There's other elements too that I pitched to shoot before, but we'll leave that off the show. Yeah, thank you. Please don't bring that up again. Um, and top five it seems like it seems stars. like uh, Darius and Sky Blue are friends too. So, I mean, that, it's something I would look into because it would give them a... That ruled. Imagine they hate each other. Exactly. Hey man, that's <laughs> it's never a lock. I know, you know but, but they seem me. like they're actually friends. So yeah. I would look because that could help both of them, both yes. Sky Blue and Top Flight. I like that. Would you ever put Anna J with Jungle Boy? I think it'll happen at some point. Yes. When he turns heel, and he becomes Jungle Man. I think. I think they have to go back and do Adam Cole Britt. Versus yeah, I think that could happen at some point. No, when he should he should shave his head and, and he like, should legit become grow, like, grow outside and call himself and, and just keep the sideburns and call himself Jack Perry. Yeah, he should absolutely be Hollywood Jack Perry. Yeah. We ran a J on I don't want to think about that right now. Fucking yeah. awesome. <laughs> I do. <laughs> I think they're gonna, be, gonna be on screen consistently. He's got to be a heel. Yes. But having them, you know, occasionally team up. As baby faces, I think will work. I think Anna's got a higher ceiling as a heel too, it's though. So my yeah. favorite wrestling thing that no one does anymore because I don't fucking know wrestling bookers don't exist. But like taking a heel that you haven't got like a lot for, there's not much to them. This isn't a case with Jack. I'm just or Jack fuck Jungle Boy. I'm just using you know using this to talk about it. Taking like another heel in the mid card and giving them a, a valet and just immediately making them heat magnets is like the easiest wrestling thing no one does anymore. The example that Shoot said to me was, I can use this shit, I promise it won't get in trouble, was he, he was like, basically what you mean is giving Sean Spears Cassie as his... Yeah. It's like, that's what I, I thought was going to happen. For that. He would immediately be just like a heel. <laughs> like a real heel, that. you know? <laughs> mm-hmm. it's, it's easy. But then obviously Jim Ross would say Jezebel and then fucking... Jezebel. I love Cassie. <laughs> so Sean Spears with Cassie Lee is his ballet. Could be a Ring of Honor title contender, and I don't care how mad the chat gets at me right now. I truly believe that. No AEW top, no, not even close. But Ring of Honor, because he can work, man. Like I don't think anyone argues with the fact he can work. It's everything else. The thing with Ring of Honor is like, and I know it's different now because it's different ownership, but I think they should try and keep this. It's kind of (gasps) chops. To be clear, I don't mean like they wouldn't ever wrestle. I'm just saying like they would be an act together. It's kind of um, 
Bugger. a different thing. Being like a great ring of honor. Does that make sense? Like Sean Spears is the kind of guy who's like really good for a big promotion because he can work sound television matches. That audience, as big or small as it was, likes the kind of, you know. Yeah, but it's just going to be the AEW audience now. Yeah, but that, that I don't know. I don't know. It's just it's a weird fit. Um, I don't. Look, people may want them separated, but I don't. It hasn't happened yet. <laughs> I'm not saying that Anna J would never wrestle. I'm just saying she would be at ringside sometimes Jungle Boy, and he'd be ringside with her. It's fine. Jay Shell. I think they should give Garcia a valet. There you go. And it's heat I think on the he's finish. One that could use it. It's just heat. It's easy. It's, it's pro wrestling. Um, anyway, up next, Hook. Shoot, I'll go straight to you because I liked your talking <laughs> point about, you know, the kind of the most intangibles at play and the, the range. So, okay, here. so the way yeah. this so the way this worked is your ceiling was a one to ten rating, and your likelihood of reaching that was A to F. A basically meaning you're close to a lock. So for Hook, I would say his ceiling is a ten, but his likelihood of reaching it right now is like a D. Because we got to see a lot more before we're going to know. He is a huge prospect, but he's a high-risk prospect. Because we've seen a very segmented, protected production so far. We got to see him in longer matches. We got to see him in fleshed-out stuff. Like, there's all kinds of stuff. But there's no question that if everything hits right, he could be AEW champion. No question. It's fascinating, right? Yeah. Because his presentation is so unique. It's like, I I just have my concerns about like what it looks like as a main eventer, you know? Yeah. Like, how did, because the thing with Taz, because it sounds, it's like the dumbest comparison because like, obviously, right? <laughs> but like, the Taz thing worked partly because of how weird that roster was. And like on this roster, how much can you keep this hook presentation authentic to what it makes it popular while allowing him, if he can, again, we're assuming, while allowing him to produce matches people want in main events? Yeah. I don't know. I kind of think Wardlow is a real trial run in that regard in his own way. We're like, Wardlow's got overdone two-minute matches where he powerbombs people. And he's about, you know, he's a small bridge away from being a main event in a promotion. How will it look when he has to wrestle main event matches? Well, <laughs> in that sense, Hook is a complete mystery. We don't you know, even know if, it, he can, if he can cut a promo yet. Mm-hmm. That's right. what I was going to say. There's just so many factors here um, at play. It's just really difficult to read. Jay Shell, what do you think? Okay, let me... Can I bring a comment up quickly? Yeah, no. everyone else is fine with the chat. You might as well. Okay. I'm going to start with this because I feel like this is disrespectful to the other guys on that list. I cannot say that Hook is miles ahead when I haven't heard this man speak. I need to hear him cut a promo before I can make a complete judgment. But the presentation is working. Yes, the presence he possesses works. Yes. But those guys have personality as well they might just be struggling to bring it out. So I feel like it's unfair to say that somebody's ahead of somebody when somebody's not. Uh, physical charisma, I think he is ahead of all of them right now. Physical, yes, but like verbal and like... Yeah, we don't know yet. Exactly. 
Um, and I think for Hook, the my main thing is how uh, how do you translate once he starts like actually losing? Like, yeah. what is that even gonna look like? How yeah. how I honestly don't even know. And I, I agree that he has to kind of stop wrestling like his dad if he wants to, you know, fully be a star. But I think he does have the potential to be like a a woman's heartthrob. You know, they want the female demo, you put Hook on the screen and then they try to make it work that way. But um God bless. That's it's, I don't know where his ceiling is. It's really um it's interesting because I do understand the instinctual response of he doesn't need to speak to be a player, but like I can't see him ever being world champion without talking. Exactly, right? Because yeah. at the end of the day it's a TV show. Like you at yeah. some point you have to be you know, you, you have to be a, a character. I, you know I don't like that word, but like that's match. what he is. Like those guys, like if you like top flight, Moriarty, Garcia, Yuta, they've had losses. Like they already have had like their character tested and to like throw hook in there without having I mean I mean, good for him. He has no losses, but at the same time, I can't like. It was a fight. problem with Goldberg. Like seriously, like people forget this now because the way he was used in the last few years, he was on and off, so it was easy. But like, if you watch when Goldberg is the champ in WCW, like it's you hit a brick wall of just like, well, well what now? <laughs> right? like, I think I'm hitting a brick wall because like. I'm. We're speaking like these guys. Like these guys are getting the same level of opportunities, and they're just not. Honestly. And like, especially with Lee, it just like fucking grinds my gears. Like I, I don't know. To be fair, Lee is like actually got over in fairness. He's just not on that much. But exactly. when he when he when he wrestles on TV, they usually react to him. I mean, I remember yeah. shoot, when you when we did um, what was the show we did on Wednesday? Fleet Week, right? Yeah. And we used to talk about like fuck Lee gets over live. Yeah, and you was obviously over. So still, I, I get hooks different, but it just is harder to read. Um, Bob, where are you at on the hook piece? This guy. Yeah, I mean, I think the tools are there. We just we haven't seen enough of it yet. It shows a really good point. Um, would it surprise me if he's able to, you know, pull all these things off and be world champion someday? Not at all. But like, just based on what we've seen of all these guys as of right now, it's it's really hard to say. And I think we all want Hook to be good. I think everyone is a fan of his. And uh, but that's not really what this is about. This is just about you know based on what we've seen. And yeah, I mean Goldberg is a pretty good comparison because you are going to run into certain issues at certain points where you're going to have to change things up a little bit. And it'll be interesting to see how they uh, react to that, how he reacts to it. At the end of the day, <clears throat> with a baby face, you need to get heat on them at some point. Mm -hmm. You just have to. You, you can only book TV for so long without getting heat on your baby face. Yep. And clearly you could do that with Hook. But, like, if he's not going to cut promos, his only response to that is kicking the shit out of the heels. <laughs> and it's like, you can only do that cycle so many times before people get tired of it, you know? Especially if he ends up wrestling, like, fan favorites in major matches. Like, you're crazy if you don't think eventually the audience is going to just pick those guys. It's just the way it works. What are you going to do when he fights, like, a CM Punk? Like, right. How are you gonna? How are you gonna book that? How that? How is that match even gonna look? Who's gonna win? Who's gonna lose? How like? Yeah, it's too early. I think the thing to remember is, is none of this is is us criticizing him. Um, it's just too early. We don't know yet. Um, my gut instinct actually is he's going to be very very good. Um, yeah. 
I've seen enough of him to think that he's going to be a very good work. I think he's already better than Goldberg was in yeah. WCW. Um, he does have to be though, right? With this the look, like his look, yeah. he's he has an incredible look because he's so handsome. But like Goldberg had that fucking size that was like, he yeah. Could, yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's a different. Yeah, it's a different time too. Have yeah. you guys seen Hook for size? Sure. His look is actually perfect for right now. That was my, that was my answer. Yes, he really is. Um, yeah, he definitely feels as though that could cross over and be a real star for them, I think. I just don't know what it looks yeah. like yet. Oracle, any read on, on old Hook? Uh, I have concerns about Hook. I think that I I don't really know what to do with him other than just like with 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 the character that he has now. I mean like what I mean what are you going to do with him other than squash people? Yeah. Um he doesn't Look, I mean I get he's green whatever rookie so on and so forth but eventually there's there's got to be some sort of next you know yeah. there's there's got to be a transition or or, or, or or a next level for him uh or, or a new story or whatever um he's obviously got a lot of talent he's obviously charismatic good looking guy um I, I, I don't know. I don't know. Like, This is a good idea from Jason. <clears throat> for a while, I thought the big angle for Hook is that Regal and Co. try to recruit him and Team Taz turns face down. That would be like the equivalent of DDP being the first guy to drop the NWO. Sure. Could you imagine that people would react to that? Now, the problem is, as Oracle just laid out, is like, if you do that angle, you got to be very confident he's going to be able to stick at that level. <laughs> right. right. Like, I, mean, you know, you got, I mean, look. Hook and Danielson sounds awesome on paper. Yeah. Even with the hook that we've seen. But we really won't know until we see that match. I, mm-hmm. I don't know how that would go. You know, I, I mean, Danielson is, is Danielson. He'd probably have a good match with him. But, you know, how, how, match, good, right? how good would Hook be in the match? Yeah, and what kind mm-hmm. of match would it be? Would, would, mm-hmm. would it be – could it be a prolonged match where you still work around mm-hmm. Hook's kind of uh... – Right, his whole vibe, or would he just be another wrestler at that point? That's the other right, thing. right, exactly. Like it's <clears throat> it's it's tough to do because, as you pointed out, and the reason we always make the comparisons with his dad is he wrestled just like his dad. Yeah, he's being booked similarly. Right. To but how, how would you book? Was. Here's the thing: this is going to sound weird because he actually was a great promo. But how would you book Taz in AEW? Because Taz was not in a promotion with fucking. You know the all stars like well, this. You know, it's different. That's the problem. Like, yeah, it's difficult. How believable is it for Taz to go up against uh, Keith Lee? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Let's, let's be honest. How yeah. believable is it? Fuck, I want to see up. that match now. Taz and Keith Lee. That'd be fucking awesome. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It, it, I think it's important to remember. And I, I mean, I don't think any of us are forgetting it, but it's still important to point out. Hook debuted four months ago. 
Mm. Like, it, oh, it hasn't sure, been yeah. that long, man. Like, you know, I he agree. can probably do what he's doing right now for another eight months. Like, oh, he could probably do it for another two years. Six matches. It's not like it's, they're running him into the ground. It isn't a a kind of any. None of this is an indictment. We haven't seen it. It's just yeah. like right. It's just. It's it's. These other guys we're talking about are years in. Mm-hmm. Basically, here's the in. thing, okay. AEW is going to make people very confused when it goes five, ten years into its existence because there are going to be top, top guys that do never win their belt. Yeah. And the, the point of this is trying to get a read on where we expect these guys to land. I don't think Keith Lee will be the AEW world champion. I don't either. And, like, every time his name comes up, if I tweeted that, it would be like, what the f- – that's where this roster's at, man. Like, There's a couple guys on the roster that I feel comfortable saying are locks to be. I don't think Danielson's going to win it. Who's that? I don't think Danielson will ever win that. Neither. I don't think he will. So it's just try and get a read on it if we had to predict tomorrow and put our money on it, you know, and hook with four months in. Now, who on can... the roster do we think is a lock to win the, the AEW championship right MJF. now? MJF. Yeah, but then again, Punk. the contract part makes yeah. it kind of weird. I think Cole's there, whether we think he should yeah, be or Cole not. I think he's going to win it. Cole will win it, absolutely. I think MJF will probably win it, but I also think he's uh, going to take the Cody route, leave. and then I, I think, really don't think he's going to leave. I actually think if the contract stuff is real as a concern, I think Cole could be put in the slot that was originally assumed yeah. to be for MJF in terms of who's next as a heel, you know? Yeah. I'm not sure I really care if he leaves, but I kind of think he's not going to leave. I think this is kind of all. I honestly they're going to throw have... a lot of money at him, no doubt. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I honestly don't have any other names that are like locks to me. Yeah, my um, Pumpkin MJF and Cole. My personal opinion, mm-hmm. based on nothing, is MJF will never even actually be a free agent. He'll get a he'll get a new contract by the end of. The last piece year. of it is weird though, because like. I don't, I don't think it's a work because Sean's not like. Oh, I don't think. Yeah, but like, it is weird that he hasn't been re-upped because even Paige signed a three-year deal, one year. I will, I will say this, and yes. this isn't even really in relation to specifically to to MJF, but regardless of what you feel about Dota B or whatever and Cody, depending on how Cody does in the next year or so, that will give us a lot of answers on whether people who feel. Left out, and AEW will decide. Hmm. I think Ricky's thinking about it right now. Do you not think it's weird though that they haven't re-signed MJF to like the money he's looking? Because I, like, I really think he wants to do that war thing. I actually think he wants to do the contract thing. Because they, because I know that people say well, the deal isn't up, but like that isn't really how they've done things traditionally. <laughs> yeah, they kind of just really. Yeah, it's interesting, right? Because the story. Because again, I'll use an example. Ethan signed three years. And a year into it, got a new like, you know, extension. Yeah. So I just I don't know. Uh, was, I mean, because the report was that he was unhappy about where his money was at compared to some of the guys that come in. So that doesn't sound like it's highlight, like his highlight, highlight Joe's comment just now, Joe Edmores. That's why, right there. It's gonna be like that for a lot of guys until they, until they get to like my generation where we grew up. And people probably solely only grew up on AEW. Sure. Like from yeah. my generation now, it's people are mm-hmm. gonna have WWE dreams. So I think. Yeah. But man, <laughs> we can get lost in this, and 
like the bubble like i think it's way more interesting i actually think a super interesting conversation would be talk about potential who jumps ship who jumps where i find that to be tremendously fascinating but it's, we can talk about that i just think people I, dismissed... I think we'll win the world title yes. then i i think swerve's gonna get it eventually i think he has to you know, I don't know I, how far it out, but I, I think he needs to. I think Swerve's biggest challenge... This is, this is a lie. He is not my generation. He's not Gen Z. I think Swerve's well, biggest challenge, honestly, and this is kind of weird on that roster because I think most of the guys are better at this than he is, but he has the intangibles. He needs to break through his in-ring kind of ceiling. Swerve is, is a guy who can give you a really good match on any given night. He needs to produce the you know the top tier outings at some point and there's nothing wrong with that he hasn't had too much of a chance to yet in AEW anyway um but that will be saying for him as a world champion i think his charisma presence promo personality presentation is all a plus at this point i want to see him produce like a real top tier match it's just me okay what was we just talking about? I forgot. MJF is one year out of Gen Z. Gen Z is from 1997 to 2012. Um, he was born in 1996. <laughs> <laughs> Owned. Um, oh, man. <laughs> <laughs> Shoots laugh popped me huge. The, the thing with it is... Yeah. Pretty hard. People need to accept that, like... If you're a professional wrestler, you're going to look at what WrestleMania looked like and be vaguely interested. Not everyone, but it's definitely a thing people are going to consider. Wink, and that's wink, also wink, 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 wink. Fair. See the swerve of Ricky. Ricky's pretty interesting. So, Jay Show, this 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 go of Oracle's topic here. Um, do you think Jay Show there's a chance that Ricky Starks is? Is pondering his place in AEW, maybe? It wasn't a scoop. You were just guessing, right? I, it's, my, it's my idea. He's close with Cody. Like, he was in Cody's show and everything like that. And I think if he if the grass is actually greener, he loves The Undertaker. So, he must be a WWE mark. So, I, I feel like there's at least a chance. And if they... If he really thinks that they can give him something better, I think he'll leave. Because I think he knows his worth. And his worth isn't being fulfilled in AEW right now. Do you know that I uncovered most of that Undertaker stuff? Jay Show was a reporter when I interviewed Ricky Starks in the. Oh, early did days you know he told me that too. You're not special, Joe. Move I mean, that on. was two years later. I mean, Move that was... on, Joe. That was a bit much, wasn't it? Look at Oracle's cell with that. That was tough. That was tough. <laughs> yeah. We're all special around here, folks. Right, Bobby? That's right. I don't think. I think it would be silly to write off the fact that he, the chance that he could go to WWE. I also don't think he's lying when he said in the past that the fact that they passed over him time and time and time again has really soured and has made that no longer his dream anymore. Yeah. And he's back. He's that's the thing he's actually said multiple times is that used to be his dream and it's not anymore because they passed over him over and over again. Um, does that mean he wouldn't do it? No. Doesn't mean that he, is he a hypocrite if he does it? No. Um, no. But I don't think it's a cut and dry thing. I think, I think, um, I think there's a real thing there where he's like, 
part of him probably just wants to tell them to fuck off because they've done it to him over and over and over and over again. Right. Um, so he's it'll be, he's I mean, just... we look good. I this I'm kind of like so Oracle, how you feel about the ceiling conversation? This is how I feel about people jumping back and forth because we like we just don't know these guys. Like I yeah. don't we don't yeah. for all we know. And again, I'm not for all we know. There's no chance Ricky Starks is going to WWE. Mm-hmm. I'm not saying that that's anything we know. I'm just saying there's a chance that he's already said fuck that. I'm not going there. Like we don't know. So it's so hard to like. There's so many things. That, and again, the Cody thing's another factor. Um, mm-hmm. But then there's also this thing where people are assuming that because Cody likes them that, that WWE is going to want them, and I don't think you can assume that either. Yeah, um, true. So it's going to, and again, yeah, how Cody's treated is going to be a big deal. But let's be clear, these guys aren't dumb. Like, if I'm Ricky Starks, I'm not going, oh, well, they treated Cody well, so that means they're going to treat me well. Like, these guys are not dumb. Cody getting treated well doesn't mean anything as far as how you're going to be treated. Mm -hmm. Um, So it's, you know. And see, here's the thing. Even this, Meech. I think Wardlow means this when he says this, but if they put a number on the table, that's what I'm thinking. <laughs> like, yeah, it's just if it's Cody impossible Rhodes to know, man. In a year or in six months, is positioned prominently, maybe as the world champion. Do you think what Kevin Owens has just done is a factor in any decisions that could or could not be made? And what I mean by that is, if they hit on Cody after somehow inexplicably actually maximizing Kevin's re-signing, which ain't put us off guard. Are they are those two together a, a kind of boost for them in terms of momentum when you're trying to get free agents, do you think? It's possible, but I think again, I think people aren't dumb. And I think and I'm this is not a knock on WWE. This is not a knock on Kevin. Like let's be clear, like Austin wanted to work with him. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, this isn't like right. WWE had this grand plan for Kevin Owens. Like, this was definitely Stone Cold Steve Austin saying, if I'm doing something, I'm working. Sure. You know what I mean? Like Cody Rhodes and Ricky Starks are one inch apart from each other. Yeah. That's all I have to say. It's just, it's hard to, uh, you know, it's it's just really hard. And again, we, like, by the time most of these contracts come up, AEW is going to have a lot more money than they have now. Mm-hmm. Um. I also think that the TV deal will be interesting because if they do a two-hour rampage, yeah, which is also which I think is going to happen, a lot of people are going to get more time on TV, and there might in the in that kind of TV time complaint may start to you know whittle away the Ring of Honor thing too if they're Mm -hmm. on national TV. Honestly, yeah, this is this has every reason to be true that um, you know it will. Like the goodwill will be erased by releases, but evidence suggests no one will care. Yeah, <laughs> I've seen no that, care. Look, they should, everyone thinks that it's not going to happen to them. Of course, because they mm-hmm. back themselves. Yeah. That's the way it works. Like, you can't be a pro wrestler without having confidence in yourself. Like, yeah. It's just, for me, it's a very hard conversation to have because I, sure. like, my answer to almost uh, everyone not, is, is it, either thing could happen. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's, it's not so much the who is just more like, I want it to happen because it's good for wrestling. Yeah. And... Let's do that. It's more fun. Let's do that. Okay, here's what we'll do. Let's talk about guys that we think either it would be fun to see or would be arguably in a better spot on the other show. 
Jay Shell, your hand. Jade Cargill. Jade Cargill. Mm-hmm. Jade Cargill. Jade Cargill. Jade Cargill. Okay, let's keep that around. Is your theory on that that the kind of mainstream eyes that a WWE can can um, attract would make more of Jade's kind of ceiling as a star, a crossover star? Is that your thought process? Blow that out for me. Well, that also I want a Jade and Bianca match, and I need that in my heart, and I need a Bian- mm-hmm. uh, Jade Sasha match, even a triple threat. I would cry. I I I just think that she fits in better with the girls there. I feel like she has a more so a sports entertainer presence. And I mean, that can be good for her in AEW too, that she brings something different to the table. Um, But I think that the way that she's presented herself thus far, it feels very sports entertainer-ish to me. But I love it. So I'm fine with that. Any thoughts on that one, guys? Jade is a name to WWE. I think Jade is special. And a superstar in AEW, I think she's another woman on the roster in WWE. And I don't mean that as a shot at her. At her. Yeah. I'm just like, she stands out in AEW. Mm-hmm. Um, now, again, this this is, again, just the way I, like, you're not going to get me to say I want any of them to jump to go. WWE unless I don't like them because I don't watch WWE. <laughs> so... Yeah. Um, so that's a, a tough conversation for me to be in. Um, it could either be you want them there, which in your case, I get that's different, but it could also be like you think they may be in a better spot than the other yeah, show. Yeah, I, I definitely don't think Jade would be in a better spot yeah, in WWE and AEW. I really don't. That's fine. Like, well, I just, or, she's like chops, she's heavily protected in AEW. She would not be in WWE. Yeah. They would find, they would immediately start nitpicking her and finding all of these flaws with her. She's, I'd like to reiterate, I'm not saying that she's going there. For all the people in the chat, I know she has a lot of money and I know that she would have You would like to see her wrestle. Yeah. Yeah. I just it's want like three matches. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. And this is directed at the AEW bots in the chat too. We are just talking about... Scenario here. Calm down. Everybody take a chill pill. Everybody try to do some crunches. Check your check your check your groin. Yeah. Make sure you don't no, have There's no one that can get me to watch I'm not watch they could do anything in the world. I'm not watching WWE ever again. It was a real thing on Twitter where like like genuinely, and if this is relevant Sonny in the chat, God bless you. But like Watching people that have seen their show gain like 90 people from the other lose their fucking minds at Cody was yeah. weird. <laughs> weird vibes. Yeah. Chill out a little bit, okay? Like, WWE bootlickers have dealt with literal, nearly 100 people have gone over, done the Jericho podcast, and dunked on their promotion. Chill. It's first one. Take it He easy. ain't going to be the last one. Yeah. Mean... Oh, man. It's crazy. Do you want to chill out? Um, okay. I like that one, Jay Show. You're literally torn as a fan. You're allowed to do that. Thank you. I now, let me ask you this, Jayshell, and, and, and I'm lashing out clearly when I ask this question. <laughs> Is her match with Bianca and her match with Sasha enough to offset her losing clean to Charlotte at WrestleMania? Are the matches with Bianca and Sasha at Mania? Probably not. Because that's the only place I want them. If they're Pretty not at Mania, I really don't want them. Hell in a cell. So what would happen is Jade would get a big buildup and then she would lose to Charlotte five weeks into her run. This is fine. I think they need to just treat... I think. Am I wrong, though? I don't know. The problem with Jade is to treat her like Bianca, I feel like. But do it 
as more of a heel-ish persona, I'd say, but you need to keep that same formula of letting her be one of the horsewomen. I don't trust that they can do that. I'm saying in my ideal world, that's what I would have happen and then have her have those WrestleMania matches with these big stars and all of that stuff. It's fair. Uh, shoot, we start with a uh, you know transfer to WWE. Do you have a, an alternative? I know AEW is kind of filled, but just like on a, it, can, it could not be an objective thing, more on a personal level of matches you'd like to see from a guy coming over at AEW. Not really, no. Bobby, I'm not even doing a bit. Like I don't. That's fine. Shinsuke oh. Nakamura, I guess. Even though you don't want Balor. I mean, it would be cool, but I'm not like yeah. pounding the table for it or anything. <laughs> <laughs> Bobby, any names got one, boy? Yeah, I thought Jade was an interesting one. I thought Balor was an interesting one. Um, you know, I've actually talked a lot about, and this is just me as a fan as well, just Shelton Benjamin going over there, just working dark against just whoever every week would pop me tremendously, mm-hmm. um, even though he would be much bigger than everyone. But, yeah, I mean, it, it is hard to do these because, like, for the most part, everyone is kind of where they should be right now. Do so. Like, yeah, that would be a good one. So we can uh, finally get the Young Bucks match. Yeah. Dude, the Uso stuff is out of control. Yeah, it is. Yeah. So I someone actually messaged me last week, I said, or two weeks ago, when we were picking for a roster, I took Usos over FTR. And someone informed me they haven't had a good match in three years. And I was like, well, I've probably seen two of those. So that's fair. You may be right. Someone said they, they've actually they're kind of finished. I don't know. Oracle, you may be able to speak to that, but I don't know. But, like, I get the Usos star ratings-wise are not going to, like, be where the other guys are at because of the circumstance. But, like, we got to chill and pretending they're not great. Come on, man. I you saw know? someone say the Acclaimed were better than them, and I about lost my mind. Oh, that's a lot. Yeah. I have a tag team, though. I think the Creed brothers would be very interesting. Or GYV. I have seen them. Oh. Yeah. yeah, I think both of them would be. Um, shoot, I think you'd like the Creed brothers a lot. I no, probably, yeah. Yeah, no, I get it. But Jay Shell brought me back with that. The, the Creed brothers. <laughs> that would rule, yeah. <laughs> oh my God, they were these big meathead tag team. <laughs> Are they going to the tag titles? Joe, you think they're going to the tag titles? They should win all the titles. They should win the world yeah. title. We'll share it. <laughs> the NXT Fucking tag world. titles. Sure. The Oracle of Wrestling. Hmm. How many fun ones you'd like to see transferred across here in the. Also, I want to be clear because I know you guys think I'm limiting they could go to MLW. You could move them to Impact. Anywhere. The why NWA. You, why are you smiling like that, Joe? Just kicking stuff around, you know? Well, uh, I don't think a single woman from WWE to AEW would be successful. Um, wow. I think Bailey would be a big deal in AEW. So would Sasha. Sasha. Mm. Sasha. She just comes in his well, yeah. well, if... Tony Khan remembers a book of yeah. Um, I, mean, I want to know what Tony would do with Sasha. That that idea interests me. Well, let me let me be clear. Let me be clear. <laughs> Just imagine him Bailey coming out. It's, Pam is all elite. <laughs> Bailey and Sasha would do well. <laughs> I think. I I think somebody at Sasha's level in particular. Would force TK to actually have to like? Yeah. Oh yeah, she wouldn't and, sign and, and, unless and, her matches yeah. are so great too. Yeah. She, she would have to be like main eventing shows and shit all the time, yeah. which yeah. she should be. But I, I don't think TK would have the guts to sign her. 
so. Because I don't think he likes women's wrestling very much. The gods, that um, he's he's on my bad side right now. I'm not. I'm could not you, a fan. Yeah. Could you imagine like the contract being in front of Tony and he just like, can't do it? He throws the yeah. away. He's <laughs> like he's like his hands shaking as he tries to do it, and he's just like, no, can't do it. Um, I think he would honestly go crazy to sign her because I think he, her, her matches would be key to him overcoming his weird shit with that division. So, yeah. as we saw today, and we knew this anyway, but we certainly saw it today. It, it's easy to forget that Tony Khan is a data guy. Above all else, he's an analytic data guy. And he would absolutely understand the impact that Sasha would have on his company. Mm-hmm. It's the biggest about. impact there is that he can bring in at this point. Yeah. Bigger than Roman. Oh, which is sure. never gonna happen anyway. Hey. It's just her fans would come with her, and there yep. are no other wrestlers like that. Backstrom. I That's wonder how much I, I don't know anything about, but it's just there's something about his seeming dis seemingly I don't know, disinterest in women's wrestling. Yep. That that concerns me because I don't think you're wrong, shoot. I, 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 all things considered, and all things not non-joking or whatever, he would push Sasha. She would be the champion. She would main event shows. But like, I, I still think there would be times where it'd be like, hey, hey guys, do you know that Lexi Allcaps has more followers on Instagram than Sasha Banks? Who no, gives a fuck, that. Joe? Now's not the time. We're talking about a real star. <laughs> <laughs> my honest opinion and I think we get I think this debate gets bogged down in extremes too often I don't think he trusts that roster yet now whether that's fair or not I that's debatable um, I Hold think he doesn't care about women's wrestling is too broad um, but if he doesn't trust the division, then why does he have those women signed? Who else is he going to sign? Athena. Ty well, I think that's going to happen at some point. Um, why is he waiting so long to do this? this well, I think it's a two-way street, like, though. Like she's made it very clear she wants to work indies. Like I, hmm. I, we, I don't know anything. I'm not, but I'm like, we can't just assume that. You know what I mean? Like, but wasn't there the report that like they're being? The report oh. was like there's not a whole lot of movement there. It wasn't on which side. It, you know what I mean? Like, I'm, I'm not saying you're wrong. Like, I'm just saying, like, I think it's it needs to be better. There's no question about that. Um, but I do think at times we get too bogged down in these extremes. I, I, I do not believe that he doesn't want it to be better. Now, is he good at it? That. I don't know. Maybe he needs to have someone else running that division. Um, I don't believe he just doesn't care. Um, but I do, I also don't believe he's doing a good job. So it's kind of, you know, and, and some of it, you know, some of it, the women do need to be held accountable on some level, I guess, but I don't think they're being given enough opportunities to, you know, like if you, if they botch a spot in the match and it's the only time they're on TV in, two months then that's all you're going to remember about them like yeah 
people fuck up. I don't know. It's just, I don't know. I think, I think the other issue they have is their core audience doesn't care about it. Mm -hmm. And they're scared. They're still, I don't scared is not the right word, but they're still catering to their core audience. Um, I don't know that they're willing to risk losing that, some of that core to gain. I'm not saying, I'm not saying any of this is defense of them or any of this is like, I agree with it. I'm just like, I think it's more nuanced at times than, than we give, you know what I mean? This is true. I, I think, I think here's, 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 here's the issue. And I think she just touched on it. And It's something that TK and, and AEW is going to have to work on because, J-Shell, and you're, you, you're part of a new generation of fans, right? And your generation is not something that AEW was built on catering to necessarily. Oh, in yeah, terms you don't give like, a fuck. Well, I know you don't care. But the thing is, is that... This guy is a wrestling nerd who doesn't I'm 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 trying to this this isn't even a defense but he doesn't uh his his sort of generation of fandom didn't matter it didn't matter yeah. women's wrestling didn't matter and that's where the problem lies that's why it would be good to have somebody and the problem is he wants to control everything right yeah mm-hmm. so you need to have somebody say okay Tony <clears throat> get a Maria get somebody in here to run this division because you can't have I, I think the issue is is he can't be in control because I just don't Again, I don't know. I, I think he's aware that people could be needle movers or whatnot and stuff. You know, a, a Jade, a Sasha, whoever. I just don't think he comes from a generation that is not with the times and it's kind of learning on the job. And it's just kind of taking a super long time. And that's understandably frustrating for a lot of fans because he doesn't really, and maybe it's not just him, but I just, I don't, it's not even a defense. It's just, it's trying to, it's trying to understand why it is what it is. Does that make sense? Makes a lot of sense. I think, I think this is a big thing too that gets overlooked is yeah he's not a story guy even the yeah. men's side the stories aren't as strong it's just there's way more of them so they're on tv all mm-hmm. um but i do think like look it's like the bunny she's on tv all the time because her segments do well like that's how they operate um whether we you know what i mean like her she does numbers so she gets on tv just, all the time the um, problem with that is i just and people can disagree with this it's been debated a lot i just kind of 
I don't, I can't buy that show's booked exclusive for ratings. I feel like it'd be booked so differently if it was. Yeah, that's fair. Mm-hmm. It's like but, a weird middle ground, right? Like he clearly cares, but at the same time, if he if it was like let's do the best rating we can week to week, I feel like you'd see yeah. different matchmaking. Let's, they let, do. Let's 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 uh, let let's let Jay Shell speak because he's she's she she seems pissed off. So I, I, I let's let's let her talk. Because I think I think us for yammering isn't isn't going to help. Because you know, but I think I'm just disappointed through both companies. And I think even if you try to look at Impact, you'd still be semi disappointed in the women's wrestling. I think it's just that there's an overall lack of, I I guess, um, meaningful stories within women's wrestling in the U.S. as a whole. And I feel like a lot of people look to like AEW for their dream matches and they see, especially in the men's division, they see all of the people that they want in this in this company and all of that stuff. And they have that. And then to not have that on the woman's side is just disappointing. Like to not see things like that receive the same treatment, I feel like. Okay. Let me let me ask you a question, Joshelle. Do you think do you think a problem potentially is that there's Let's just let's just say the elephant in the room. There's a lot of men who run wrestling, and we may need more women to run things. I mean, I, that's, I, that's, I think that's always the solution. I yeah, think. yeah. I mean, that's I, I think that's honestly kind of the elephant in the room, right? Like, yeah. It's, Even it's, if they're not running it, they need a voice in the like. AEW needs a woman with a voice in the room. It's, There's no man. question. Mm-hmm. Don't they have who? Matt Hardy. That's who they get. <laughs> I think it's really as simple as like he came in as owner. He signed a bunch of guys he was a massive fan of, and he's mm-hmm. yet to do that with any of the women. That's the honest truth. And I think this Willow situation is just like, dude. Okay, if you're gonna do this, then like I think you pull the trigger now. Like she's hot. That crowd obviously was behind her. Like I, I just don't know how you. I don't know. Like there's Trisha Dora too. Like there's the indie darlings and then there's the wwe stars and you get all of them and then what do you do with them you know tony storm is going to be a big test for me ruby and was i will already say like a, but you already get the feeling that he's trying to present hater and tony storm as i don't know mm-hmm. if dream match is the right term but you know what i mean like you already see that that's yeah, it's gonna i do think tony deal. storm is going to be a big deal for him mm-hmm. um he was ranting and raving about the numbers she did last week. So, do you um, think I'm nuts on that ratings point? <clears throat> yes and no. Right. Um, I think it's a very big deal for him. I think he, he fucking analyzes those ratings every week. And like, do you not think it would look different if it was like if it was like he would only use like the top twenty five guys? I think he's. I think it's. I think there's a balance where he's going to do what he <clears throat> yeah. wants to do, but at the same time, he. he you know what I mean? He's it's like a guy. To, like it guides um, things slightly, right? It makes up the difference, it answers the question, so to speak. Yeah. But the same, like Sheeta not being able to get on TV is ridiculous. I mean, she was on this past week, but like no one can say a word about Sheeta as a worker. Um Mickey James, yeah, it's kind of weird to me they didn't bring Mickey in. Um Yeah, it's Mickey has I mean, to end up there at some point. She has <coughs> to be in there. They need a they needed Maria or something. Like, yeah. they have what? Allison Danger's out now, too. They could use her. 
Mm. Um, I don't know. I think I Maria know. makes a lot of sense as someone to bring in. He's not going to give her control. He pretty much said that. But even if it's a voice in the room that, that he will talk to. and Even if it's just um, the ROH women's division. Because yeah. I'll be I'll be just fine if TK is just gonna give me Ring of Honor and they're gonna be like that's where all the women go and that's where all the women have banger matches I I'll be just fine with that yeah. and I think Maria is the perfect place for that to happen and she was already you know doing the Ring of Honor stuff so they've got a lot of they... this is one hundred percent impact but people are so mean about the matches they just aren't fair creatively they're on a different level impact the best booked women's division WWE's the booking, got the best talent yeah the most times is... it's good. Right now, Tasha Steeles is about to feud with fucking Rosemary. So, but in all Jay Show, seriously, that angle that he put Chelsea and Mickey, that was very good. I like had that. more focus than anything the other promotions have done. Like, yes, the matches aren't because the talent poison. Well, in, Impact has been the best booked women's division in terms of stories for years. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, the now, matches don't me, generally hold up to the booking. I, I, I generally not all the time. Budget talent. Other price. other yeah. than other than Britt and Rosa last year in the lights out match, and I I don't think I still don't think anybody's hit the ballpark as well as WWE does in like a Bianca Becky match at Mania or a yeah. you know it helps that they have that 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 machine behind them to you know what I mean. Yeah. I was like, um, when I, I walked away here quickly, and I was scanning Instagram for statistics. Hey Bob, yeah. he's got more followers on Instagram. Becky Lynch or the Viper Randy Orton? Becky Lynch. Randall Orton has got them really? has got more followers than any of the that, top women. That doesn't God. surprise me. Randy Orton's been around for 20 years. Do you know what that's on Instagram though? I don't think Randy posts. Randy Orton's a pretty hot guy, <laughs> you know, to some people. Yeah. Bob, would you like any other statistics? Yeah, if you have some more. I don't. And okay. To talk about this, I think it's when we talk about comparing women's divisions there's obviously no way that you can fairly compare impact to wwe in terms of wrestlemania matches versus a match at hard to kill sure yeah so i i and in terms of the booking of that bianca shouldn't have lost bianca probably shouldn't have cut becky's hair there were a lot of things that shouldn't have happened. Especially the thing, I don't even mind Bianca losing that match at SummerSlam. Even, even if Becky stunned her in eight minutes, right? Like, it would still sell, but like, oh, you know, like she would have prepared eight minutes. 26 seconds before shit. Sorry, that's that's a sidebar. We can talk about that. No, later. you're right. Yes. The biggest thing with the women is that they don't have enough non-title programs, which is saying that is just yes. insane with the talent mm-hmm. pool they have. The match the match quality is still high in WWE. It's just... They have the best talent. has more than the main roster does. Yeah, it's just, there's no know. when you have Sasha and Rhea just jammed into a tag match, mm-hmm. like you're making less of what I mean. And and ultimately the problem with AEW is is that you know when they have good stuff it's good, but the problem is it's it's the least consistent. WWE at least consistently has good women's matches, right? Oh, I think booking's not consistent, and but this this AEW may put me on an island with the matches. It's not consistent but, with the booking. It's not consistent with. I think this is what mm-hmm. Joe Shell was referencing when she said about <clears throat> you can't compare a hard to kill match with WrestleMania. Look, there are a few guys that wrestle a certain way where it doesn't matter. Investment is a big part of what makes a match great. I'm sorry, it just is. Sure. Yeah. And mm-hmm. yes, the women's rest, the, the AEW matches will be better if they match make slightly better. The people don't care, man. Like, it, it, that's the reality of it. And they haven't been given a reason to. 
there's been matches that we've all talked ourselves into being excited for and they've hit the ring in AEW and had dead silence. That ain't just about the matches being bad. That tells you there's been a bad, there's been a lack of effort in terms of getting those women over. Bianca and Becky had a great match. They told a great story. Why did it really ultimately work, though, beyond that? Did you see the way the people stood up on the finish? Mm-hmm. They're stars. They're stars. Mm-hmm. They're st- I'm telling you, it's this, if, if you took, like, if you took Naomi, who recently had a match with Charlotte on TV that the people were rocking for, That's I mean, like, good. leaping up and down for, and you put her at, at the hour and a half mark on AEW Dynamite, like, yeah, she'll get a reaction initially, but eventually they'll stop caring because they don't feel like there's any reason to care. Mm-hmm. Investment's huge, man. Like you, could, like Suzuki and Joe next Wednesday, they're not going to do anything in that match. And everyone's going to enjoy it because the crowd's into it. Because <laughs> they have a certain rep, right? Well, the women, it's harder because they don't have all this backstory where you can say, hey, 17 years ago in this promotion, you know, that like, it's it's just, it's you have to do the work. And Britt Baker is a good example of the opposite, where she has kind of has the problem that Alexa had years ago, where she's super over and then the match starts and people kind of, you know, do other things. Is Brent, that, that happens, right? Is nothing wrong with it. one of those people who you're like, and then the bell rang? Or is that just me in my head? No, she I... That's pretty much hers in a nutshell. I don't <laughs> to me, that term is like best used people that are like actively, but they, they actually put themselves under by how bad they are. I don't think she does that at all. Well, it's just, yeah, she's definitely true. not someone you're more excited for after the bell. <laughs> it's, it's weird yeah. because, I mean, look at that. Look at that. I mean, I know <clears> things are totally different now, but like, and this was only three months or so ago, but look at the, you know, look at the tie and, and you know, the, uh, the tie J, uh, Bunny Penelope. I mean, that match was incredible. The problem is, you know, they, they didn't really build to it. Not really. It, it just, just sort of, started, yeah. yeah, it was just mm-hmm. like, I mean, the show, like they, they had a few two months before that, then they just decided to restart it two weeks before this match. Jason and I both had friends that said this, and their point got completely misconstrued. The point was that I've said this too. <laughs> yeah, the point was that that build was not good, and no one cared. And in fact, everyone was rolling their eyes; they were running it back again with those two teams. Yeah, but they did such a degree of violence that you had no choice but to appreciate it, and we all did, and we loved the match. But the point was that isn't sustainable as like a model, right? What we're going to do is we're going to do a four-month build that starts and stops multiple times, and then we're going to bleed everywhere, and they'll get into it. Like that can't that can't just be the answer. Yeah, that is a problem. Then, people just then, say, "Well, there's not that much do, blood," but it's true. Then, then they'll do something like Sheeta and and now, Grant, I know she Sheeta went back home to Japan for a little bit, right, or, or something. Yeah, yeah. she hates something. Mm-hmm. Okay, so that, that's this is this is a different situation, but still, in, in some ways. This deep feud's been going on for three or four months. How many five matches months. have they had? Five? Three. So their play, their angle playbook gets it, it shrinks for women. They just do the same running spot over again. Right. Like, it's it's and I don't know. It's like I don't know. So like this week, okay, take this week. We have four they matches been, so far. They did a pre-tape, right, with um, Nyla and Thunder Rosa. And, like, in their minds, like, oh, they're on TV this week, the pre-tape. And then they're going to get to this match about the belts and the crowd's not going to care about it. All, and they'll be like, well, fuck, they're on TV every week. I don't know how that didn't happen. Like, they're not doing anything. <laughs> just doing yeah. pre- These feuds go on because they're just extended by pre-tape promos that are, like, one minute long. Marina Shafir has not had a match on TV yet. 
know, and like, in that which case, I think is, which, which is something I would like, and in a vacuum, I like this Jade Marina build. Yeah, but that's a great point that Jay Show made. Marina hasn't now. She's been you know fun on dark and having you know killer you know five minute matches or whatever, but like she needs to be on dynamite or rampage, you know, doing doing her stuff there. Imagine before if she gets a big title match like this. I, I don't know. It's she should imagine. really beat someone on dynamite Wednesday. Mm -hmm. yeah, mm -hmm. I agree with that. Imagine if. Who's on this roster? Chris Jericho and Eddie Kingston feud was only advanced by a night one minute pre tapes, and then like once a month, one of them would wrestle and the other one would run out. <laughs> you know, mm -hmm. like instead they got a earlier tonight monitor throwing brawl. Then they took over the ring for an in ring promo. Jericho and and look, I get it, they're bigger stars, but you have to. That's the attitude that runs you into the wall because you go, well, they're bigger stars, yeah, but you have to do the work of making the other ones catch up. Yeah. That's the same thing that Eric Bischoff in 1999 turning back in Hogan's direction. Well, he's a bigger star than Chris Jericho. Whose fault was that? <laughs> Abaddon or Hater or something. Abaddon has a good record, but you don't see Abaddon much on TV, so you don't think much of her. So I, with Marina, I don't actually mind it because I think this Saints said for her being kind of a mystery to Jade because Jade's going to be caught off guard by her, I think. Okay. But the problem mm -hmm. is it would be a lot easier if, you know, the other stuff was there. Um and this is fair, but you have to understand, Chris Jericho has been a pro for 30 years and Eddie 20. You can't just wait for the women to come up with their own ideas. They're not like... It's it's difficult. Dangerous. Like, it's, it's tough. You know, you have all these people on the roster. It's just... I don't know. It's... Julia's on a month-by-month -month contract. Sometimes... sometimes Marina hasn't rich. gotten the graphic. I don't know if Julia ever got it either. No, she's she's, she's not signed. She's technically on a tier. She's yeah. The uh, so here's where I think we had I, I, the other issue. I think we run into is that a lot of people decide because they don't really care. It's not a problem mm. because a hundred percent honestly, like I wish the women's division was better, but it doesn't impact my enjoyment of that pro the product at all. Like a hundred percent transparent, honest. It doesn't bother me at all. But I can still recognize that it needs to be better. Um, like I think it's you know you can you can do both. You can you can you can say you can admit that you like the product right now, but you can also recognize the fact that it could be better. Um, yeah. Mm. I'm still a big. I'm still a big believer that he should give them their own hour, um, even if it's on YouTube. Um, and that's, again, as I have to emphasize every time, that doesn't mean you take away the TV time that they already have, which isn't enough to begin with. But, you know, at least it would be somewhere to flesh things out. Um, dark kind of sucks now. So just replace Dark with <laughs> with an hour of, of your women's AW roster, you give on them. YouTube. What's that? Don't. A A E W heels on YouTube. Yeah, well, yeah, but like seriously, I'm, um, <laughs> no, I mean, I, I I agree with you. I was just, I was just, yeah, I know. My dumb... Give them longer matches mm -hmm. on YouTube. You know what I mean? Yeah. On YouTube, where the yeah. people who want to see them will see them, and the people who don't care, will won't see them. You know what I mean? Like, and that'll give them the chance to improve, so that we can. Because that's the other issue. Is I mean, it's fair 
I think some of the arguments are fair that the that the matches aren't good enough. Yeah. I, I think there's, but you got to fix that, <laughs> and they're not getting reps. Yeah, yeah. Um, and also it goes to Joe Shell's point about, you know, he's the one putting the roster together, right? Yeah, it's like you we also have to remember this. I'm so I'm interrupting way too much. Hey, I'm sorry. Um, I'm terrible at that, but we've talked about this before, and. Look, a lot of them work indies, um, but more of them there is something to be said about not them. having that house show loop. Yeah, yeah, because that's part of that's part of the appeal of working at AEW, right? These guys don't have to do this fucking WWE road schedule. It's a problem. I agree. You know, guys and gals, mm-hmm. they, they they don't have to do it. But at the same time, and you, you yeah, know, because and and just like Jay Show said the other day on the, on the show, you know, work five, you know, like a four minute squash. That's not going to help you, you know, over time. It's not going to work. A, you know, eventually you need to work an 11 minute back and forth. And indies, work on peril, indies are not, work a heel. You know what I mean? They're not the perfect um, alternative because right, you right. get a lot of bad yeah. habits working those shows for some of those oh, yeah. talents. Oh, like, yeah. Yeah. You, you get bad habits. You yeah. get, you get, um, I actually think that's why a lot of them don't work. I yeah. think Tony's yeah. probably I really afraid of some that. of them getting injured too. Oh, I, I think on the women's side more so oh, than yeah, the men's. Of course. Yeah. You know, like some of the women that they're really hands on with training wise, I could 100% see in some of the older heads there being like, you're learning more in here than yeah. you would working. That's like, definitely what they're telling Jade. That That's exactly yeah. what they're. Well, Jade of. shouldn't be working the Andes anyway. There's, that's. No. There's, there's Jade, is, take, right? Jade is so good and so confident in herself. I, I think she's fine. She's got a lot of work to do in the ring still, but she's she's got the character stuff down so much. I think she's. Yeah. I think it would it would honestly hurt her aura to go work in Yeah, that's where yeah. it's different. Yeah, I think so too. When but some of these girls could probably at least be working Mission Pro. That's what um, I But yeah. it is an issue, you know. You go some of these uh, the you're not necessarily going to be working with the best talent, um, right? And so bad crowds. It's just this weird. Is it really? Oh. Yeah. Is it worth it? That's why it'd be. I think almost. I don't want to call it developmental show because that's not what I'm envisioning, but like a show where they can work, you know, mm-hmm. like you, it's even if you just tape it at universal and you tape it in blocks, think- like, they, but you know, it's three or four women's matches on a show and they're getting 10, 15 minutes. Um, and you could kind of do like an unofficial split where it's like, these are the women that are TV level, yeah. you know, yeah. and then the rest can kind of do programs and longer matches on, on that show. Yeah, I agree. I just, well, look at look at look at somebody like okay, going back to WWE real quick. Look at somebody like Liv, like uh, like Liv Morgan. Okay, yeah, Liv Morgan a couple of years ago was bad in the ring. She was not good. She was fun character wise, you know. Um, you know she she did a few you know fun spots in those in those Riot Squad tags and stuff, and 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 was obviously very charismatic. But she she couldn't put she couldn't put a match together. She couldn't like you know after after. You know the pandemic got a little bit better. Uh, by the way, we're still in a pandemic. Um, <laughs> but uh, after 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 things got got you know got a little bit better, you know they go back on the house show loop, and she gets in a program with Becky Lynch mm-hmm. and all this other stuff. You get She's to work in the with these, you know, and look at that. Time. Liv Liv is like Liv Liv can go out there and and you know. She looked good tonight against Sasha in a match. You know, she's. You think 
she's there's another she's thing to this though. Do you think the do you think there's a gulf in the quality of production in terms of agenting, I should say? And the reason I say that is almost all of the top guys in AEW have so much experience. Like how much like seriously? How much is BJ Whitmer telling like fucking Kenny Omega about his layout? Like, hey man, get some heat in there, you yeah. know? Whereas yeah. with women, like WWE micromanage, which is brutal in a lot of cases, but it probably yeah, helps for someone like Liv Morgan. Shine him, come back, Wilson, finish. Though. Like, like mm. the woman mm. in AEW needed TJ Wilson. That's what I'm saying, right? It's easy. Mm-hmm. You know, there are there are men that are hindered by the way they micromanage. Because right. they've risen for twenty years and they can paint their own picture, but the exactly. women are all less experienced. No, no, no. Now somebody like Ashita or a Thunder Rosa might not need T.J. Wilson telling them, you know, Julia Hart, yeah, yeah. J- you know, J- Jade even a little bit, you know, still. Even so, like you know, Penelope, right? Yeah. I think Jade. I think Jade uses Dustin for her matches. I was gonna say Dustin feels like he should be. Right. Um, mm-hmm. I don't know what I mean. I know he trains them, but I don't know if he does that part of it. He um, was. I think. he did that Thunder Rosa Brit match? I have a feeling. I don't know if that's why he came out and hugged Rosa after, but I feel like that was. It depends yeah. what the system. Because when you're a producer, probably of WWE, friends too, though. When you're a producer of WWE, you like sit in the truck and fucking tell them what's going. On. Like I don't know if Dustin's down for doing that part of the gig, you know. So right, I think yeah. Dustin definitely gives them stuff. One hundred percent, he gives them spots and he works them every. Like he's very much helping. So Dustin's a big boost, but I just. Their, their company, here we go, ready to go full coding. That structure sometimes, you know, there's positives to everyone's smile, <laughs> you know. Like, there's a, here's what I mean, basically. Their TV matches are so formulaic that they can, like, have matches that don't have disasters very regularly. Some of them involve bad wrestlers. If you saw them on the other show, you would realize just how bad they are. I don't need yeah. name names, but I've seen it. May not make for classics all the time, but it makes for very steady television matches. And Dana Brooke is a perfect example of this, where like she'll have some bad matches, but she'll mostly come out unscathed, which is about as good well, as you can ask for. Like, Dana's another good example. Like Dana's not good, right. but she. I remember when she went on a main event in like 2019 and was having like fun little like six minute matches. Mm-hmm. Look, no, she's working better workers and stuff, but like, here's a good one, Oracle. You know, it's it's. This is someone. I, this is gonna. I mean this with love. Do you know how bad a Carmella match on AEW Dynamite fall apart? <laughs> Do you know what I would like if they just give her a twelve minute clean slate against like? Who's this? Carmella. Okay. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. But on WWE TV, because she knows their system and it is rigid and it is bland. She can churn those things out without any great incident, and they're fine. Mm-hmm. Two and a half star matches. Mm-hmm. I don't need a wrestling on pay per view, which is a problem they had a couple of years ago. But like, <laughs> it's just an example of. And and look, I actually feel bad having this because this conversation feels like really. You know, we're talking about like their kids, right? It's an experience thing. Again, we're not talking about she. It is. It is. It we're is. not talking about Mercedes yeah, Martinez is. even, or you know. We've been shooting. I watched Thunder Rosa and Athena wrestle for thirty minutes in just a match that clearly they were basically just having fun and calling it right. Yeah. So this isn't about we're talking about this particular division with this particular talent pool. Jay, show Jay, show your hands raised. I have a question. If you took like a Shayna Baszler and placed her in AEW, how do you think that would look for her? I think she may be a case for someone that would do better. Yeah. Because mm-hmm. she's so unique. Now. I think part of that, honestly, Jay Show, is that 
she's the kind of wrestler their audience like would respect the way that's they what i'm thinking yeah yeah because there's a weird thing now like this is 100 true you see it every week there is an absolute thing where if, like the worse someone's booked by them the more people will find them endearing because it's like man what the fuck you know yeah. Shame that big time like i mean you guys know you guys some of you i think definitely a rockin shoot you were big shane of fans next i wasn't yeah. But when you see her doing the stuff she's doing, it's like, well, fuck, you know, <laughs> she's running from the doll and all this stuff. Like, it's brutal. I'm really interested to see if they put this Jade and Marina match on Battle of the Belts because mm. I think they should. Yeah. That was um, and then that then there's two women's matches on that special, which probably was probably going to be three matches. I think it would be a good test. See how it does, um, and you you know they can still do their women's matches on Dynamite and Rampage because they got to do these Owen qualifiers. Yeah, um, I think they should put both those titles. I mean, the one we already know is there. Mm-hmm. The Jade and, and Marina match is happening next week. We just don't know what show it's it on. Doesn't be said. The Battle of the Belts thing is a real shame, isn't it? Yeah. I mean, mm-hmm. next week there's a tag title match on Wednesday, a world title match on Friday. And poor old Battle of the Belts is going to be wandering along on the Saturday. I think Scorpion Sam is going to be on Battle of the Belts. We're done with this Thunder Rosa feud, too. I don't, I can't. I can't do that. I can't. You had Hangman and Brian as the first match, and you have Rosa and Nyla. Uh uh. No, ma'am. I would have did off the bat either Ruby Soho or Tony Storm, or went straight to the hater. Like, you need a banger off the bat. I think Hater would have been pretty cool because they had a really nice TV match and it makes sense with her just lo- Brit just losing. I think that's where they worry too much about wins and losses, honestly. And it's like, well, we can't beat Jamie, but it's like, dude, just a 15 do it to fucking pop match. me. Let's go. Like, let's do it. Yeah. No, I don't disagree, especially because the Nyla one's worse because she literally just did this for Brit. She was the first challenger for Brit. Mm-hmm. I think the match yeah. is going to be awesome, though. Yeah. I think the match will be good, yeah. But I, the the Vicky um, stuff and like the promos, it, it's not. It's bad for you. Yes. I mean, the, yeah. the, I honestly think the worst segment is one of the uh, worst things. Let me ever say this. And, uh, let me let, let me because I because I'm being. I want to try to balance it out a little bit. Be fair. Oh, I'm a hater. I really don't care. I'm a hater today. Oh, I'm being a hater, but I will say this. I do like the Jade Marina build, even though I think Marina should have matches on people. Yeah. I think and, and I'm excited to see that match. That was honestly that the one positive I was gonna a say. More fleshed out version of it would be perfect, right? Just if they did say more with the Marina vignettes, it'd be better. But I do agree with you that in theory it's it works. I mean, Jade's been by far the best thing they've done with the women's division consistently yeah. for yeah. Oh yes. And even was that it, got there was a stretch there where it wasn't very good, but I think they were trying to get protecting her. Mm-hmm. They've trained the audience that she matters and she wins yeah. all the time. Yeah. Which is the proof that it works. Oh <laughs> you just you do it. With the other women. If they're on once every six weeks. Yeah, it's like Jamie and Tony. This yeah. Jamie yeah. and Tony, you're right. That segment was them telling you this is going to be a big deal. But it's like, I mean, it's kind of, but like, not really. <laughs> like, awesome. It's a big deal to us. Don't make, we, I mean, there. Are, I think that's going to be either the finals or near the end of that tournament. So sure, there'll yeah. be, be like a build to it. And it will be cool. But like, 
you know, there's still work to be done, right? Hopefully, oh, yeah. by the time we get there, they've had these really awesome shines in, in the Owen because, like, yeah. I don't think you're going to get the people popping on a lockup for that one necessarily. Like, it's, you got to, you know, got to do the work, man. I think that's why Ruby's not on TV, which is not fair. But I think Tony is very aware that he doesn't have to do the work with her and he can just um, put her on whenever he wants and yeah. she'll be over. Shit's a shame, man. It's been like yeah. three months um, almost. But I think the thing with Jade as well is one that they've shown us that she matters but two the amount of matches that she's had especially on tv and recently proves exactly how you treat green talent you kind of just have to push them until they're good mm-hmm. and jade is already on her way there especially with her mic skills and things like that so if they can start to do that with some of the other stars instead of just giving them promo segments like let them come out when speaking in front of the crowd i love when they let the woman do that because it's such a like a rarity now yeah. like we'll get like one of those segments every show mm-hmm. but the guys do it all the time so just make it equal someone said you know and it was a they're having fun but there was truth to it someone said fuego del side we stand dimmering promo and the week thunder rosa couldn't yeah you know <laughs> i mean that's that's the right like he's he's um there's definitely something to that yeah like there's a whole lot of extended in ring and the only one they that they'll do is brit and they never have Gave Brit anything interesting to talk about because her feuds were so paper thin. And like, she had that one segment that was the one where she just talked about, like, she just trash talked the city the whole time. Yeah. She just went on and no one interrupted her. She's like, anyway, thanks for the awards. Bye. When she won a bunch of the like, yeah, match of the year or whatever. And it was like, it was aggressively telling you someone was going to come out the way it felt. Like, oh, she's getting so much heat. And she just left. It's like, oh, what about <clears throat> Brit's going to come back in, in Pittsburgh? They, they've already yeah. said yeah. that. Mm. Do we think they're going to build to it's interesting. See, they would get just as many viewers as they get for Dark on YouTube. They would do just fine. Mm-hmm. 10,000 people watch Dark when it runs live. Like That feels... Mm. <laughs> That's what the I wouldn't put it on. I, it I'll with be honest with you. I wouldn't put it on TV right away. You can prove there's an audience for it, but you can definitely put it on YouTube. Yeah. People watch fucking Dark, dude. People watch fucking Paul White Russell. You know, you know what's really sad? Well, that when Rampage yeah. came around, we all talked together as a family. Chase Show, you wasn't, uh, you were, I don't think you was in wrestling media, but that, that's hilarious. So I'm going to assume you were there in spirit. I was not. So we all said, like, man, wouldn't it be cool if Rampage kind of became like the promotion's home of women's wrestling? It is the least important thing on Rampage. Yeah. <laughs> Every, without foul, the women's match feels like the one that's like just kind of jammed in there. Am I like, seriously? Mm-hmm. It's, it's oh, yeah. Pretty, first Rampage made it by a women's match. Increasingly, it's become the thing that goes in the middle. Multiple times, it was a squash. Serena and Nyla did it a couple weeks ago. Like Serena did it six weeks in a row with her with Shoot's favorite segment ever. Seriously, like it's that was a thing well, we had. Red Velvet went I five actually minutes. completely love Shoot's idea, to be clear. But it just shows you of like how sad like, we was. I remember us having this conversation. I remember Kenny being asked about it and giving a good answer. And I agree, Jamie and Sky Blue was good last week, but like. Let's be honest, that is how the show is usually promoted. It's like we have this awesome opener, this awesome main event, and then there'll be a woman's match in the middle and maybe another squash match. Like, yeah. I don't know. 
Maybe we're being unfair. I, that's just my read on it. There, there's a there's a level of uh, there, there's a lot of things like <clears throat> I can comfortably say the sky blue match with Jamie Hader was also five minutes. Yeah, it was good, but it was short. Yeah, I can I can comfortably say. Excuse me. <laughs> oh well. Fuck it. Um, I mean, I'm over here talking about groin pains and all this other shit. Might, you know, might as well fucking yawn. Very um, wholesome that you're an oracle. Carry on. Uh, uh, um. Oh fuck! My just sidebar. What if they do? Up. What if they do like a total divas, and they yeah. get the women's audience engaged? They See, ha- that would like force them to do the. Yeah, that's a good and idea, that actually. That leads into my point. Thank you, Jishel, because I literally lost my thought. Mm. This goes back there to be a little bit, but AEW doesn't quite, and the, we have to remember this, too. It's not, in it, but it's it's part of, they're, they're a three-year-old company. They don't have, they, 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 they have the money. They just haven't, WWE, that machine that they have to promote, like I, I can comfortably say that three of the ten biggest stars in all of WWE, four, well, th- three definitely, three of the ten biggest stars in WWE are Bianca Belair, Becky Lynch, and Sasha Banks. Yes, mm-hmm. they are three of the six biggest stars in WWE yeah. that are there weekly. So when you when fifty percent of your, I mean that's that's, I mean that's fifty fifty right there. Um. I think Total Divas was tremendous in, in helping. Seriously, I, I no, it was that yeah. Could, mm-hmm. that, that helped them tremendously. I think that was pivotal in getting their popularity and and a lot of these women over. I think as forced and as ham fisted as it was, the hashtags and self congratulatory HR PR bullshit. Helped and made people convince them that 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 some of these women were stars. I think there's not enough of the machine behind the women in AEW because they don't even have to be they don't even have to be in in all these segments necessarily that we want. They just don't get the promotion. They don't get quite you know. Britt got you know Brit Britt's gotten a decent amount, and Jade has too, right? Yeah. But I, I still think Rosa doesn't feel as big of a deal as those two. I think. Like it's you know there, there's not a here's the, right, here's my read on it okay I think that chops is kind I think there's truth to that for a lot of us that are wrestling fans like we watch all of this shit and I think a big shift for us in terms of our enjoyment of the division was when someone like Sasha started having great matches however I think it's very apparent they have a different audience that watches their shows. And I think if you just look at social media, you can get a good read on it when you see how over some of the women that aren't having classic matches are. Mm. Um, they are... Crossover is too strong a word because of how niche wrestling is, but they have real followings in a way that is honestly incomparable to what to what um, AEW is doing right now. That's, you know, there's a different audience. Jay Show, go ahead. I'm going to list the people I would put on the reality show. Okay. Okay. You put Anna Jay on there. You gotta put Britt. You go Jade. Possibly go Chris. I think you put Red Velvet on there, and Thunder Rosa. And Adam Thunder Rosa. Stuff would be incredible. That's yeah. why you put it on there. You keep Ty away. 
you can have her be he's, with Anna J sometimes, but don't. I don't think Anna J would do it. Yeah, she's very so, shy. Yeah, she is shy. Yeah. Then you this could is, do Tony Storm if she wanted to. Then I guess. Yeah, I definitely don't think she would do it. <laughs> this is absolutely true. But what I'm saying is, is that that's part of the difference in the size of their fan bases. Because WWE 100% yeah. has a fan that doesn't care at all about that, yeah. and like you can sell. Like I'm, t- I'm, I've been to those shows. Like we've all been to WWE shows and seen Westlake, right? You mm-hmm. don't need this. There you have don't. been, dude. I was the last time I went. Liv Morgan wrestled Carmella. Okay? Oh yeah. And there were women there just for like to see them. And like, do you think they cared when I was sitting there rolling my eyes at their fucking one and three quarter? Like, I'm, I yeah, I they like the entrances. Well, they like the looks. It's cool. In this case, if she's Natalia, then that's fine. I don't, I don't, you those people may never watch AEW. Like, no, no those people would, though. They will, yeah, you gotta you give them a chance, to, You have to get the woman stuff right, and they will watch. Trust me, I was a fucking diva stan, I know. Get it right, and they'll watch, my dude. Yeah, if it was defeated, like, they're never gonna watch it. <laughs> like, it's on national yeah, TV, ain't ring of honor, you know? You can walk the line of, of trying to bring in more people without alienating your your base and i think sometimes yeah. they go too safe with avoiding doing that mm. um, yeah i'm not i'm not saying that like i'd main event it with a you know love triangle angle with so right. i'm just saying the you know <laughs> it's just i i i think that this really is a very simple conversation and it's just like we think they should put more effort into it and they should prioritize that part of the audience because there are definitely people that I know and that we all know that have legitimately not give not cared at all about AEW because they hear the division sucks. That's a mm-hmm. real thing. Yeah. So like, I really don't think it's that complicated. But Joe, can you, know. you teach me how to do the, the TW thing? That would be an incredible series. <laughs> <laughs> what if we do TW as as um, women of wrestling and we replace Tessa Blanchard with you? <laughs> <laughs> you booking the territory of AJ Lee as the ace. AJ Lee, there we go. Yeah, yep, perfect. Can you imagine, Joe? Because we know what we know what we know about the women in TW. Oh, I, I've had it furiously, and like the reaction Jay Show would have when like her <laughs> match that she was fired up about got like a thirty-eight. Bro, it's crazy. Like I recently downloaded like the, the latest mod. And I think Asuka, Alexa, and there was one other one that was, like, relevant. It wasn't the horse swimming because they'd all finally been bumped. Because for years, they were, like, 40 over. <laughs> yeah. Bump me. It was Asuka, Alexa, Rhea, or Liv, maybe, that was at, like, 45 overness. I was like, bro, imagine. Like, this yeah. is nuts. <laughs> Asuka's, like, there's never been a crowd that doesn't react to Asuka, you know? The women's ratings is, like, a really weird trend. It kind of gives you an insight into who makes the mods. But nonetheless... <laughs> <laughs> Maybe I'm not doing it then, because I don't want to do that and get upset. Yeah, I don't think you would like it, honestly. Probably, mm-hmm. probably, probably incels that make the mods. So you know what I'm gonna do? I'm gonna be just like Tony Khan, and I'm gonna write in my notebook all the matches I want to see, and then when I own the promotion in a couple of years, I'm just gonna book them, and I'm gonna go fuck Tony Khan. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's weird. I don't know. Speaking of Tony Khan, remember when he called Bob out on Twitter today? That whole thing was hilarious. Yeah. That's one of the funniest things he's ever done. He's still tweeting. Yeah, I feel like we should probably address it. Um, it was really unfortunate that he came at me like that. You know, um, I didn't appreciate it. 
I guess we'll see when the study comes out what it actually reveals. But uh, I felt like I was being attacked. I got very upset for 15 or 20 minutes. Um, That's actually true. Yeah, that yeah. is actually true. That was... Um, <gasps> no, that rules. That's awesome. No, um, but yeah. I, yeah you, um, so here's the thing. Love you. If, if we're really going to talk about this. Yeah, that's kind of where I was getting to. No, he's not wrong. But here's the issue. <laughs> what is he gonna what is this gonna accomplish? Absolutely <laughs> nothing. You're kind of real with that. I mean it's hilarious. And the thing is, I think a lot of people misinterpreted what he meant, but that's because he's really bad at doing stuff like that. Yeah. Um, I mean I do I have thought about exactly what he's like. There was a tweet about someone the other day. From AEW, from one of those Mecca accounts. He had like 100 retweets. Where the fuck are these people? Yeah. <laughs> that's what he's talking about. Like, people thought he was, that they were saying that people are being paid to tweet, and that's not what he's saying. There, there's, there's farm accounts that are just retweeting and liking things and bumping it up the algorithm. Yeah. Um, but the reality is, no one's going to care. No, because the WWE <laughs> fans just see it as more. They they think it's yeah, like, more like dumb who is it gonna? And the AEW fans already think those guys are weird. Yeah. So it's just like confirmation <laughs> bias across the board. Um, and it's like he's gonna release the study. Maybe he may never even do that. <laughs> he's gotta give it to Biggs. <laughs> yeah, probably. <laughs> I need Biggs oh. tweeting that shit straight off the press. Did you see him respond to Biggs? Yeah. Oh, yeah. They've they've they're like I don't oh, know. Jack friends is not the right word, but yeah. they've known each other for years. Um. Friends, that rules. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You got to remember. So all this, Tony Khan is from the same line of uh, bubble wrestling nerds that that, that 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 I come from, where we all sit around and talk about limb selling and stupid shit like that. So limb selling that fucking rules. <laughs> <laughs> someone quote tweeted him. Someone replied to him. You overreacting? Just reply. Fuck off. <laughs> I I get remember, this point. Remember when he told Bob to go fuck himself? Yeah, that rule. Yeah. <laughs> I, I get this point here, but I would Sorry, be willing Bobby. to bet money that Rampage is going to do the same number it always does. Like, if there's an actual bump, then good for him. Believe it when I see it. It was, it was funny. I don't know. It's hilarious. I thought it was. I can't. I mean, I can't believe people got mad at it, but it ain't going to accomplish anything. <laughs> Bob, Bob was like trying to like bury the hatchet and Bix was like, go fuck yourself. Oh, God. Yeah. <laughs> I remember that too because that. Oh, Bob. Bob and I had like. <laughs> there were, I think there. Were, I don't think it was great. But remember, Bob, there was like for a minute you were really mad that he didn't accept your apology, mm-hmm. and I was like, "Well, dude, he doesn't have to accept your apology." <laughs> like, yeah, no, it's fine. I won, so in the <laughs> end, I won. So. <laughs> I won. Oh, that rules. Yeah, look, here's the thing with Tony Khan. He's absolutely objectively nuts. Um. I think we all have personal evidence of that, both anecdotal and direct. Everybody um, always posts the photo of him behind Joe now. It's hilarious. Or, or, or I said it, it when you wasn't here, or I said it when I said, like, how funny is it that the bit here was I was so overexcited about Joe, and in the end, the only person more excited was Tony. Yeah. <laughs> He's just going to run through his 2006 fantasy book, and if Joe never leaves, 
So it's she, all right. Have you been to it? You've been to an AW show, right? She two. Oh yeah, I've been to two of them. Have you heard the reaction that Tony gets when he comes out from the fans? Oh yeah. They fucking lose their fucking mind. Yeah. yeah. That's just I don't Have understand. you seen when Vince Jr. comes out and they do the bow? Yeah, they bowed out to him and he's a piece of shit. Like I, know, I would I would definitely boo Tony Khan. I was going to, and I was like, I'm in the media section. I can't do that. There's people Dude, around me. There's did, Sports Illustrated next to me. I gotta have some decorum. I gotta be honest. He's he's with his flaws. I like Tony Khan. Dude, I can't even think of this. Did you see in the clip of Joe's entrance when the dude stands up and his whole ass falls out of his trousers? No. <laughs> dude, you know they take on Joe's entrance, they take like the um they show you the rampway, like yeah. the long shot, and the fans stand up. Brother got so fired up, he stands up and his jeans just don't come up with him. Is this on is this on dynamite? Bro, I swear if you if you just type into my John Twitter and watch the entrance clip, you'll see it. It's is the this very on dynamite? First, yes, very okay. first shot. I mean, I'm, I'm only a bit more dramatic, but you 100% will see a man's ass. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's like this is. Tony don't book my women's division right, so I don't cheer him. Yeah, that's fair. But for a lot of us, we're like, <laughs> I probably wouldn't watch wrestling anymore if it wasn't for Tony Khan. <laughs> <laughs> I did not ask for it to illustrate it to scissor. No, I did not do that. I did not. It was not somebody as a member of the media section that I asked to. To do this with no, wow, incredible. <laughs> we might have oh, paywall. I can talk about all I want now. Yeah, that was very alarming. That scissors talk. Yeah, sure, it's fine. I have scissors right now, actually. There you go. Oh, Jesus, where, where did that come from? <laughs> I always keep them at my desk. Was this a prop you had planned? Also, <laughs> no, literally, I was. It was in my hand. I put it in my Bill, lap to do this thing. It was funny. Bill has confirmed my um, allegations of asshole. <laughs> Can somebody please? Tag me in that. I want to see it. Ruled so much. Jim Ross got so mad because he uh, he goes into like his big announcement and Justin Roberts just does the ring announcement over the top of him. And you can tell he doesn't talk for like 30 seconds. I so mad. It, but like this man gets bigger pops than some of the stars. Like the stars, stars. Like So does, so does Vince McMahon. Mm-hmm. <laughs> in fairness though, while Vince is objectively the worst person, at least you could argue people pop for the TV character, right? I guess. Well, they're popping for the promotion when Tony. Justin. Like, yeah, I get it. Justin Brasso is such a nice guy. It was not him. I did not ask. I know, him. but he's just such a nice guy. Seriously. Mm-hmm. I, there was yes, a time, JJ. JJ, do that, please, for me. There was a time where, um, mm. where like I was talking about bootlickers, and ev- literally everyone assumed that I was talking about Justin Brasso. It's like he's one of the few people that's always consistently been nice to me when I was not doing anything. He fucking rules. I'd never. Yeah, he's cool. He follows yeah. me too. I also don't think he's ever trying to like portray himself as saying he isn't, right? Like no. he's not. He's a very nice guy. Um, he made me drop my phone, but he picked it up. I was there at Wembley Arena when Dixie Carter was booed mercilessly in 2015. 2016. I really want to go to an impact show. It's on my it's on my list. That night, Bob Lashley was setting up his match with Kurt Angle. It will be taped the following night. And he said, I'm gonna kick the hell out of you tomorrow night. And then he walked away and walked back and said, Next week. And they had to edit it together. <laughs> also, Beer Money had reunited for a two-month run before Bobby Roode left the promotion, which is an all-time funny thing that everyone's forgotten, where James Storm went back to being Beer Money and then immediately was left by Bobby Roode. 
who took the role that James Stormer just left. Uh, hello, Jay Shell. I want to address something. This may resonate for Joe, but there are really no matches in AEW that have made me go crazy like a Bianca Sasha yeah. match has. And I'm not going to cheer Vince McMahon. I'm not going to cheer Tony Khan, but that's just who I am. Wait, are you saying that, like, you don't get as excited as me when they announce a Samoa Joe match? Is that what you're saying? <laughs> I got more excited what? for a fucking Willow Nightingale match. Is that, Do no. we not all react exactly the same to match announcing? Is that what you're saying? Yep, that's what I'm saying, Joe. Uh, <laughs> but I don't know. I believe, I've always believed in supporting the talent instead of supporting the company and supporting the people that are at the head yeah. of it. That's my personal beliefs. I'm not saying that, oh, don't cheer Tony Khan. Do whatever the fuck you want. I don't care. I don't give a fuck. You're just saying you I'm don't relate saying... to it. Yeah. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I get you. I'm just a little bit surprised. I assume you pumped your fist. Listen, when... if, I, if, I, if I ever saw Tony Khan slap him right in the face, like, <laughs> There's such layers to this that people don't even know, which makes it so much funnier to me. Like it's just it's way more incredible than even it sounds. It's an extraordinary dynamic. You this is a fact. It. And if you don't like it, you can fucking fight me. Well. <laughs> no. No That's comment. wild about Randy Orton's followers, right? Yeah. Uh, I popped huge. I walked out and I was on my phone because I was checking the Instagram thing and I was like, that rules. Uh, hey, shoot. Yes. Oracle just said that if you ever saw Tony Khan slap him across the face. <laughs> what? Wait, what? Yeah, he actually said that. Without any real lead, either. he went, if I ever saw Tony Khan slap him across the face. I don't believe that. Real thing. You guys can say whatever the fuck you want about Ali catching the comment section, but it's not going to change how I feel about Ali. So, I did not give a flying fuck. Let's this, this this out a little bit. <laughs> This is actually important, seriously. <laughs> I told Shoot this, and I mean this. this is get, I can't say this in any way about Megazan and so on, but I mean it with tremendous love. Those of us that are snobs slash old fucks, it is not for us. But there is clearly a group of fans that the GCW core roster pops in a way that once upon a time Paul Lee's core did. Yeah. Now, it is different. You could argue you can compare and contrast an AJ Gray with Sandman. I'm not here to do that debate. I am simply saying it is 100% the case. That is the sim- the most com- best comparison I can make. And back when those guys were riding high, a lot of wrestling critics were scoffing at them too. I will stress again, there are differences. <laughs> that is the best I can do. There are a few matches that have happened in my lifetime that have popped me the way that Mickey James versus Ali Catch did. And you can shame me if you want to for that. Yeah, but that was one of my favorite matches of the whole entire weekend. You know, Richard got in the comments. I don't give a fuck. You don't pay my bills. Look, let's be completely transparent. Well, we're in hour four. We're in hour four. We cannot. We're in hour four now. That was funny. Well, there's a, there's that, that promotion and that's a movement. And for us four, it's like we don't have any fucking interest in whatsoever. But that doesn't mean it ain't a movement. Some of the shit that I pop for, when I, you know when I talk about mid-2000s Ring of Honor, you realize there are a lot of old folks that dunked on that too and talked to them like spot monkeys and fake. That's real shit that happened now. You know, we can debate the legitimacy of those claims compared to the legitimacy of these ones, but it's a thing. One day, you know, and we look back on fondly and we'll say, yeah, well, Jay Shell told us it was good. We'll never watch it, but apparently it was. For example, 
For example, <clears throat> I've spent hours watching old 80s and 90s Lucha. Hours and hours and hours. What are the yeah. chances any four of you would ever watch 80s and 90s Lucha? Hours oh, and hours and probably. hours of it. No. He's what he is, man. Like, I mean, I'm I'm not going to get Jay Shaw to watch World Class Championship Wrestling. God, that would be an incredible series, though. <laughs> Dude, they turned the Von Eric's heel. I know. Oracle. You guys never even picked my matches. Oracle. Me to watch. Oh, Oracle. <laughs> Von Eric's turn heel. <laughs> Really? <laughs> Joe is saying the Oracle like he's a child telling his best friend on the playground something in Dude, the fusion main event was Kerry and Ricky Morton versus the Von Eric boys, and they put the boots to Ricky. What? I know. In Charlotte. Wow. What is happening? Hey, guys, I've got a giant bag of marshmallows. Good. They want one. So, so, so. Here are the matches Jay Shell is going to watch. Ron Simmons versus Vader from August 2nd, 1992. Whatever the hell that day is. Oh, that um, fucking rules. The intro, too, with Jim Ross and Bill Watts talking about the sport of professional wrestling. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's a title switch, Jay Shell, when Ron Simmons wins a title. Yeah. Um, I can get behind that. For reasons you all can guess, I'm not going to say anything else. I will not be Vine asking fan. you to watch the Southern Boys tag, although Southern Boys Midnight Express is absolutely <laughs> incredible. But wow, do we time that perfectly too? That was very well done. What war game should we do? 91, 92, or should we do 92 is probably the good one to do, yeah. Um. I, I literally made the joke. I said, well, I, I, I thought about it. I was like, Southern Boys Midnight Express. And I was like, mm, maybe yeah. not. Um, all-time great like match. But, Sting match. You know, Southern Boys running around with a Confederate flag. Sting and Cactus from Beach Blast would be one that popped Jay Shell. Even though it's like very flawed, I think it would pop her. because it's just such Sting, a... and, Sting and Cactus Beach Blast? Yeah, 92. Yeah. yeah. Um. <laughs> <laughs> we need a Vader and Cactus Jack match in there. Yeah. Yeah. Make her watch Regal's Abisco. She'd hate those matches. Oh, God. Oh, God you would have so much less interest in Regal the character if you watch these WCW matches. I'm actually like liking matches, Regal a lot yeah. right now, so I think we should stay I, away from that. I really like those matches, but like, you talk about all, things all, that have all, aged a certain way. All honesty, Jay Shell, the two that we've mentioned that I think you should watch are Ron Simmons and Vader from August of 92. And War Games '92. Yeah, okay. we'll leave it at that for now. I, I um, I enjoy those matches, Oracle. But Dave's reviews of them are like some of the funniest things ever. Which ones? Regal's matches as WCW oh. TV champ, where he just talks oh. about how they suck and gives them duds. Oh, he's such an idiot. <laughs> <laughs> Did I said this to you when Christian Cage was TNA champ in 2007? Yeah. Either Keller or Meltzer reported that the locker room was frustrated with how bad his matches were. They didn't think he was carrying the belt well as champion in the ring. I said to Sean, I was like, it's fucking nuts how some of this stuff is like a story. Imagine that today on wrestling Twitter. That would be the rap on Christian for six months minimum, right? Yeah. It's nuts how that stuff. I think Jay Shaw's seen it in Ray. Yeah, I did. There you go. I've seen it twice. He was killer, I think. He um, praised it wonderfully. Oh, it's such a great match. 
Do you remember when like one person in the chat goes, I actually don't think Ray Jr. is in the top 10 of all time and I just pause the show and I Don't? Why did you bring that up? <laughs> it's fun. I just like when one person leaves. Now the really, poor soul is going to... Just an innocuous opinion and we're just like, hang on a second. Up and then, yeah. you know, I'm going to get upset. And... You imagine listening to this show when it's just like each of us individually debating members of the chat and like... Yeah. Doing it over the top of each other. <laughs> I mean, hold on, let me get let me answer this one here, you know? Nope. No, we don't even read the question, we just answer it. Having a modern yeah. show is not. I told you that I went on ROH World and like the top post on there was RIP Ring of Honor. And it was just people what, talking about how the promotions what, died. And... Did did any of y'all respond to the uh to the tweet about uh we're we're getting cancelled for wrestling takes today? Quote feed it with yours. No, I responded. No. Shall read mine? No. So mine was. Let me see if I can find the tweet. Y'all will <laughs> pop for it. Um, because I, I seriously mean it. Um, uh, fuck off, chat. What, what was that one about? <laughs> <laughs> oh, wow. All right, let's see. This was from a couple of days ago. So while he's doing that, Joe. Did you see Alex tonight tweeting about Cody and Miz being all fired up? No, that rules. So I DM'd Alex and I was like, so tonight two matches were announced. The Miz versus Cody Rhodes and Minoru Suzuki versus Samoa Joe. And I've known Alex since 2018. (laughs) And I was like, We've totally flipped roles in the last four years over which one of those matches we would have popped for. Wow, is he not into the Suzuki match? No, at he all? is. Okay. But, you know. It feels like they'll be out of smoke and mirrors, that thing, into being a blast, right? They have to. Cody, yeah, like Miz. four years ago, me would have been like Cody Rhodes and Miz, yeah. And we're like, who the fuck's Minoru Suzuki? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, that rules. God, Suzuki's awesome. Um, Let's do it. Let's do our opinions that will get us cancelled. Go on, Okay, I found it. The original tweet says, We're canceling each other over wrestling takes today. Post your cancelable wrestling take. Mine was, I mean this when I say it. Of course oh, I no. do. No sell shitty offense under strikes. Fujiwara used to do it all the time and it fucking ruled. When someone would really lay it in, he'd sell for them wonderfully. Also, that don't work for me, brother. On certain moves, etc. See, this is where you're a fascinating wrestling mind because you have a bordering on perverse enjoyment of unprofessionalism, which I admire greatly. Um, let's do our takes. What one we get, Bobby? Let's go. You. You're very. You're, you're often referred to as uncancelable. Um, it's been tested many times by your political beliefs and some of your views, which you can find on the politics section of Bob's Wikipedia page. But nonetheless, Bob, what would be your wrestling take that could potentially get you cancelled? I think the one I said when this came out the other day was like WWE and AEW are doing two different things, and that's fine. <laughs> it's like not really, not really that hot of a take, but you know, I never know how things are going to go over. Um, yeah, I could have also said that NXT 2.0 sucks, which again, not a hot take here, I don't think. But you know, it's a weirdly hot take on like one section of yeah. yeah. I would say. My one, and again, I actually don't know if this is a hot take either, but I firmly believe this, and I have increasingly more and more. I think Charlotte Flair is an absolute myth. 
Did you see the Google Trends graph that was posted that Brandon Thurston did? Mm-hmm. Dude, she's like 40th on this thing. Yeah. I think she, I genuinely think she could vanish tomorrow and no one would notice. Yeah. I do, I do not think there's any group of the audience that exclusively watches for her, which I think is the case for legitimately the other top six women in the promotion. Mm-hmm. Every time I see a Charlotte Stan account, I feel like they're doing a bit. Seriously, um, honestly. Yeah. Man. And look, you, we can debate her, her actual performance. I think there's elements that are good and it's bad. But I just think, in terms of star power, she may be the most overstated wrestler in the history of the industry. I, I truly believe that. There are people that think she's the biggest star in wrestling. Dave Meltzer. There's no metric. There's no metric. She's never. She's won more titles than she sold T-shirts. You know? I just do not understand it. Like, and, you know, it could be you could go from any example you want. You could go, say, any of these women. They have their audience. Charlotte has the live crowd that says woo. You were real proud of yourself there at the end. Kind of put the microphone down and smirked and did a whole production. Been a long night, right? I'm proud of you. Can I go next? I'm proud. Thanks, Dad. (laughs) Large British son. (laughs) That was the best. I called, I called. I called Joe my large adult British son, and he got mad at the large part because he didn't realize. That. I know, but that's the bit. It's like that thing we do, right? We're like, it's just so weird when any of us directly compliment each other without any sense of like a dig. Yeah. So like the other day, like someone in the chat goes, "Hey, read Joe's feature," and shoot goes, "Yeah, I read it too." I said, oh, you did? Yeah, I never would have told you until it came up. But it's like, you could, you complimented me. You called me your large adult son. And I was like, well, like, I'm, what do you want me to say? Like, thanks, Dad. I'm just going to immediately call out the one part of that that I have a slight issue with, right? That's yeah. how it works. Bobby earlier gave me this great big compliment. I called him a piece of shit. That was before we even did any of this stuff. That was like, yeah. we just followed each other on Twitter and realized we had the same takes on almost everything. It's before Sorry, J. Shell, dude. Go ahead. Oh, I was just going to say, I think that black women are at the top of the business, and I don't think that it's very very close, to be honest. I think the star power that Bianca, Sasha, and Naomi possess together is pretty much incomparable to anything else that WWE is able to possess right now, including Roman. You just have interest, you talk on the woman's side, because I know you don't watch MLW, but Alexander Hammerstein is really getting over and connecting. I'm not, I'm not watching that. MLW Stan is like a bit I really want to explore. But so few people would get the bits, including all of you on this show, that it feels like a real, you know, real, real, real struggle, a real troublesome uh, concept. Oh, I don't, I don't need to mention Jade. Y'all already know Jade's right there. It is pretty mm-hmm. awesome, actually. In fairness, remember when you predicted the uh, Holy Trinity, and like we all assumed it was going to end in tears, and it actually happened. And you had to a big victory lap. WrestleMania ruled, didn't it? That was fun. Good for yeah. us. There are five black female champions. Bianca, Sasha, Naomi, Tasha, Jay. Mm-hmm. And next Wednesday, Minoru Suzuki versus Samoa Joe. Joe, now well, is not your time. I thought we were just sharing. No, <laughs> no, it's huh. Shell's time. Do you want me to talk about Instagram statistics again? No. Randy Orton? <laughs> <laughs> Do you know that when Randy Orton wrestled Alexa Bliss at Fastlane, end of the line, it was the most Instagram-followed match in recent memory? 
this is a proud moment for me because I picked this up about a month before everyone else on here did. Not counting Jay Show because she wasn't here yet. She okay. was just like actively lashing out at me in text messages and telling you, me to stop Well, hang on. Her. Hang on. No. No, no, no. no. We told you before we turn that again. Because this is still, every time you message me with like a formal setup, it is, is all over think about it. I laugh every time. I was on Twitter and I saw the courthouse for Rampage when Jay oh, ran Do we have to do this again? This is incredibly funny. Not the actual bit, the way you set it up. So the court out and it went up for Jade. And I I hit copy link to tweet and I went to my messages to send it to Shoot because Shoot had made this argument. As I am doing this, the, mess, the following message shows up. Hello, Joe Holbert. <laughs> Immediately knew I was fucked. Knew what was coming next. But it wasn't just that you sent it with the, you just send the link and let me figure out. You put Jade full stop. Like, yeah. But like, you may have just put owned. I was like, okay, well, give up my cock and balls whenever you feel like it, I guess. Just completely <laughs> just, just rip my head off. You oh, know? <laughs> Seriously, man, you can't do that as your friend. You do me all the time. <laughs> yeah, but you know. So how many times have you texted me, Jay Shell Nicole, in all caps? Yeah, that's, that's a more positive kind of outlook. You know, I do it with Alex. Uh, Alex Palowski, I booked him once for the distraction. I just live with Alex Palowski. He's <laughs> <laughs> <was> very alarmed. <laughs> Jeremy did it to me today. He texts me. He just texts me, Joseph, all caps. Like, I legitimately was like, oh, well, I better get ready to go live or something because someone's saying terrible is what happened in wrestling. He's like, good job on the article. I said, thanks, Jeremy. <laughs> I was terrified. That's when I opened up StreamYard and everything, bro. I was scared. Yeah. We do that all the time. Like, we're just yeah. texting each other. We don't actually have to do an intro, but we do it all the time. Wait a what? Who did that to my name? <laughs> that wasn't me. <laughs> did you just do that, Josh? Or did I just... I just said, okay, good. Yeah, we. it's terrible. I'll just never forget, hello, Joel. <laughs> <laughs> the idea of that being a real conversation... Like, imagine I sit in an office. Imagine we had, like, LMG headquarters... And I'm sitting there, and you just walk out, hello, Joe Holbert. <laughs> First of all, people what? are racist and misogynist, and that's all I'm going to say on this topic. That was going to be my exact answer. <laughs> people, people, are also, people, people, people are also, also, well, never mind. Um, well, I was, I, I was going to use, I was going to use the incel joke again, but I was like, I can't use yeah. it twice. Do you remember when Oracle's face when I said, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Um, in fairness though like I don't get why they rate someone like Jade she's like a year in <laughs> like I, if I was a cage match fella that was an incredible phrase um, if I was on the cage match I would only rate wrestlers that have like basically done their career like imagine fitting the knee like, people do it for hook 10 <laughs> It's like, come on, man. Like, yeah, he's got like an 8.8 .8 or something like that. You see the ones that take posts where it's like, like, I would just yeah, use Kevin Bonner. Sometimes you just have your favorites, like Chris Bastard's 10, man. But Kevin Bonner, like, Tate always posts screenshots. Of, like, okay, I've only seen a couple three. matches, but what I saw, I liked a lot. 8 out of 10, and Tate would always be like, why do they feel the need to rate them? Like, no one asked them to. But <laughs> <laughs> going out your way to rate wrestling that you admit you've never seen much of, it's tremendous. Shoot, what's your cancelable take? Oh, mine wasn't even good. Mine was just like I, I said something about how um 
the people who get mad about the discourse on Twitter are actually just doing it to themselves. Oh, Direct shot true. at me, Bob. NJ Shaw. Yeah. <laughs> Direct shot at myself from a year ago. <clears throat> definitely, we definitely didn't used to come on this show and just ran about Twitter for two hours. Never. Yeah. Never. <laughs> Here's a good question. Okay. Something, so, something we can do for the for the remainder. Well, I don't no, know if we can fill to... 36 minutes for this, but let's, let's... What would a what would a late night grand headquarters look like? What would be in it? How how would the building be set up? How would it be, Bobby? How how would it be designed? How would it be laid out? This is one for Bob. Would there, would there be quotes on the wall? <laughs> yeah, absolutely <laughs> quotes on the wall. Tell me about my cock and balls. <laughs> I get a trailer. I want a bus outside. Fair. Just, just <laughs> I want to bust like Becky Lynch and Sasha Banks. Yeah, she, they travel. You just <laughs> why wouldn't you bus. just want like an office in the yeah, building? <laughs> we don't just keep walking outside. <laughs> I feel like there'd be a rib where like all y'all like Jay Shell would have her bus and y'all would have your office and like y'all just put me in some fucking like cubby or like some <laughs> damn cubicle somewhere out there in the middle of the damn. Bob, it would be going great, and then Bob eventually goes for Bill Watts and in the middle of a meeting, and it's the end of it. They shut the place down. It'd be terrible. To be clear, by that I mean you'd piss out the window, not do a racism. That'd be terrible. Yeah. So, Bob, why am I clear? Because you don't, you know, your beliefs aside, you're not. So, basically, all that would happen in the headquarters is uh, every morning, me and Bob and Joe would, would, would get a new dog and put it in Oracle's office. <laughs> 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 Yes, I think we should make it like the Google headquarters. We should have slides. We should have free food. I like this. <laughs> we should have swings. We should have rolling chairs and beach Not bags. No. Bob and I object to swings. Imagine walking in the office and Bobby coming down the slide. No, it's for when Lexi comes. When Lexi, all caps, comes to the no office. Swing. No swing. <laughs> and like, she signs on with like not great. Bob, Bob, Bob's like six six, so like so like somebody somebody like made made the ceiling too low for like when you get up from the slide and Bob hits his head when he gets up the floor. <laughs> then, then Bob gets mad and choke slams me through a bench. <laughs> choke slam. Can we have a gym in the headquarters <laughs> for me. Yeah, that could be in your none of our outside. none of our key cards even work. Yeah. <laughs> just just pops up a, pops up on the screen with Jay Show laughing and we can't get in. By the way, we, speaking of late night, we'd have to have like a lawyer. We we'd have to have like a law team, right? For, oh, for all the legal team. That I say. That's what Bobby does. Yeah. Can you imagine if we just had like one big studio with like a giant table and we all just sat around it like on ESPN or something? Ping pong table, public Ping radio pong. voices the whole time. Like yes. Could you imagine like what we would do with that kind of that kind of setup? Where would our where where, where would our where would our uh, late night red headquarters be? It'd be like it'd be like in. Uh, uh, Day or somewhere, yeah. Well, we've shoot and I already talked Tech, about it. Tech in Valley, all seriousness, we probably wouldn't have a headquarters. We'd probably just have a massive part of the volumes headquarters, right? Shoot, you and mm -hmm. I talked about this before. Like, we're pretty confident Colin Coward's going to sign us in the next two years. So, mm. some of us, anyway. <laughs> some of his thoughts on Bob. You, 
Actually, him and Bob would probably get along. Yeah. So anyway, between the late night green shoot, and I decided earlier as executives that we <laughs> got that ruled. <laughs> He's the man. <laughs> the fucking coolest. Um, By the way, to answer your question before, where to imagine what we do with that setup, it would yeah. basically just consist of me randomly throwing things at Bob throughout the broadcast. <laughs> <laughs> we know, we all know that's exactly what would happen. It's like bundling up paper and throwing it at him randomly. <laughs> Mid sentence gets hit marshmallows. Yeah, imagine us when like news breaks and we've got like suits on. Like, Who's wearing yeah. a suit? Bo- Bob is the host. We all like we'd be like ESPN. Why? I don't know, man. Fucking rules. Um, see when Skip talks about not wearing a tie. Have you ever seen that clip? No, and he's no. like, I find it restricting, I find it limiting when I'm in debate, when I'm in the heat of battle, I don't need a tie. He has his whole backstory. I'm sitting there thinking, imagine we're in the rest of it, man. To just talk about sports at five in the morning, you know? Yeah. <laughs> Fuck Can you that. Imagine, though, like five years from now when AEW is airing on Late Night Grin Network and we're like the lead in and post show is just right there on our network. Yeah. And it's like the show really only exists to create content for us to talk about. Mm hmm. It's where wrestling's headed, honestly. Yeah, for sure. I think Raw will be on Fightful eventually and. SmackDown will be on like the Observer and Dave will be doing color commentary. <laughs> Imagine Dave. Well, I mean, um, oh yeah, I mean, yeah, well, you know, um, yeah, sure. Uh well, you know We can't give I... him shit for that, in fairness. <laughs> we ain't in no oh, place. Yeah, I know. I'm I'm over here. This this imagine show. listening to this shit. Can you imagine if if Dave's audio consisted of him like staring at the ceiling so there's just no sound for like 35 seconds? <laughs> it would honestly probably help in some cases. <laughs> um, she and I made an executive decision earlier that we're going to schedule this program around the playoffs moving forward. <laughs> so if you don't like basketball, lock in because uh, things are going to change. You know, Rampage is doing it. We're going to do the same. There'll be some weeks where Shoot and I just do like an impromptu post Raptors. Sixes game, we go about an hour and say, this was the late night grin this week, folks. Thanks for your money. We appreciate you. Joe and I are probably going to be very mad at each other for about 10 uh, I've, I've told you, I've conceded, bro. I've conceded. I ain't and they're, not, they're, not, they're just unserious. They're an unserious basketball team. They're losers. Who? I'm real mad about it, too, but Who? I'm going to pretend I'm not. Who? The Philadelphia 76ers. Oh, yeah. I can't wait till we cover that. Yeah. I think the well, Bucks are just going to win the East again. Pervert. Jay Show, yes? The Raptors are from Canada, correct? Yep. Yes, um, Toronto. So, why are they in the National Basketball League? Oh, <laughs> fucking cooked. <laughs> I have that's an actual question. There was there used to be another Canadian team. So it's just but they're not in our nation. The Vancouver Grizzlies. I guess it, how does it work? What is it? North America. Explain this to me. It always confuses me. North America is a continent. What do you mean? Well, like, it's just the name of the the league, and then they added a Canadian team later. I know, but what I mean is, he's oh. like weird. They're different countries, but like, kind of like we're different countries, like Scotland. You know, mm. Canada know doesn't that. like us. Yeah, exactly. That's what I mean. <laughs> In the Premier League, there's Welsh, there's Welsh teams, but Welsh should be a very okay. Here's, here's the I don't thing. even know how to spell here's that thing. word. Okay, so. <laughs> okay, I, I think I think. Hold on, hold on, hold on. I'm getting the impression that Scotland and Great Britain are very different. No, so 
Great Britain is includes Scotland and Wales. I'm sorry, yes. Whatever. So, like, do you get why I'm... I don't, it's obviously not a perfect comparison because I've had smaller... That I understand... Well, England that. England and Scotland are very different. Right. But, like, people call it the English Premier League. Oh, my God, I just said Premier like you guys did. That was horrible. I'm so sorry. <laughs> Britain, I'm so sorry. The English Premier League, but there's Welsh teams in it. That's the best comp I can make. Yeah. I, I don't know, you know. I mean... It, it kind of just, I've never really thought about it. It just kind of happens. Like hockey's had the Canadian team for a long time. And then well, I think one from place, there. One place has healthcare and the other doesn't really. You, you know, know it would be a good topic college. on this. So healthcare. <laughs> <laughs> that piece of shit. CBS Sports. <laughs> Some song plays. Did you know the, the, they're actually. Uh, the first year of the NBA, there was a Toronto team. Really? The Toronto Huskies. Dude. This is going to suck. The playoffs is going to be brutal. It'll be fine for me. I just want to go home. You are home. No, like, I mean, like, you know, in the sort of... Win or go figurative, home. Oh, figurative okay. sense. Bob? What's up? Sing it. What are we singing? Take me home to the place. <laughs> I belong. Yo, look at the time. Look at the time right now. West Virginia. The other thing. Take me home. What were we looking at? Did, did you see road. what time it was? It was 3, 3, 3, 3, 3. It's 7.41. No, look it's at the live. Here. She's, talking about the, she's talking about the live. Oh, oh my time. God. We three. are three and a half hours. We had 33 three. viewers at the time, too. Wow. Oh, my yeah. God. It's swerve time. Oh. Hold no, on. That, that name thing's a big problem. Should I get it? I'm going to get it. Hold on. Oh, my God. Props. Imagine us getting props in the full hour. <laughs> I'm going to have another marshmallow. Hell Dude, yeah. Do you remember when I did the LeBron trade and I convinced Topaces? There it is. You need to open the swerve. I'm not opening that. You have to, though, because the basic boxes are lame. they got too much Fed branding. I've Just made a decision them. to only collect released superstars or superstars to have departed <laughs> from WWE. <laughs> that, only sit, that only breaks it down to about 400 of them then. Exactly. <laughs> I did the other day. I was with my brother. I was walk, I was in the toy store, and I go, he's in AEW. He's been released. And I'm, I'm like watching myself do this, and there's a little kid standing like four foot from me just popping at these figures. I'm like, maybe I should just fucking shut up, you know? <laughs> The one person I will decide this for, well, two people, is Sasha and Bianca. Otherwise, no bueno. Do you we all sung like a family and Bobby had his chance to finally put an end to the the controversy that hangs over this platform? I do. Terrible shame. So anyway. This is a missed opportunity because there's two E's in my name. Yeah, but he only does one. You have to. That's very important, Jason. Swerve yeah, that's true. Swerve only does the first one. Yeah, Bob. Can yeah. I ask you something? Yeah, what's up? Pal? Good question. How's your hand? It's good. I haven't punched a wall in a couple weeks, so he was doing. He's yeah, one one. Bob, can you do me a big favor? Yeah. Since I've asked you twice in the DMs in the last two months, when the SummerSlam tickets go on sale, and I inevitably don't realize it, can you can you let me know? 
Yeah, I was always going to let you know. I mean, I'm I'm glad that you asked me to check up, and you know, I, I'm not going to leave you out in the cold, though. Thank you, buddy, because I'm very forgetful. Yeah, I got See, you. Look at this, Bob. Look how good of a guy Bob is. He's the best guy on here. I've said it before. People get too hung up in politics nowadays, you know. Mm. He's guns, not mine. Mm. Thanks, what? Bobby. What did you just say? What guns, Joe? Well, just Bob's very outspoken about stuff, you know. Agreed. So anyway, Bob, you want to? I'm going to send you something, Joe. Not a gun. <laughs> no. <laughs> oh my god. So, um, AEW Rampage aired tonight. Oh, can I can 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 I get my opinion on the main event? Yes, exactly. That's what I was going to do. Go ahead, Oracle. It was outstanding. Um, tremendous match. Arguably, the best match AEW TV. Uh, probably two or three. I, I I do think I do think the Danielson Page match still the best. Yeah. But this might this is arguably number two. Achieved a lot too, right? Yeah, Which always did. adds to it. it. Did it did. Um, this was outstanding. If I were giving it stars, it'd probably be like four and a half. Very high. Um, yeah. Great match. Blood, which you know, obviously I. Vampire. Yeah. Just outstanding. I mean, just tremendous. Yuta was incredible. Moxley, reacting the way that he did at, at the finish. That's a big deal. Moxley with like the shock face. It matters like, when you do it shit. correctly. Yeah, you do it matters it. when you do that. Like, yeah. Like Moxley's reactions to the kickouts, that's when that kind of stuff works. It's John Moxley. Not Moxley didn't do that shit. <laughs> you know? Sorry, I just read the comments. So. <laughs> Vincent. Oh my God. Vincent. Oh my God. Who did that? Was that you? I'm going to. Mm. <laughs> what, what what are we witnessing? Jay <laughs> Shell's getting bullied on the Yes, that's pretty funny. How old are you there? 14, 13. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> To be clear, we can share this. We are listening to Oracle talk about wrestling. <laughs> can we can we post that in the chat, Jay Show? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Go ahead. The link, I mean. Yeah, yeah. <sighs> this was Jay Show's way of telling us she does not stand with Bob. She posted this, and in the meantime, of course, shoot. Wait, I can show you. I have it in the books too. The same. I just posted the, the link. It's just a Google search, folks. But very long, my God. But um. You know, it's going to be a conflict that we're going to tackle eventually around here. My God. Bobby, please bring your props out now too. You know what I'm talking about, Bobby. Don't let us down. Oh. You don't have it next to you? No, I don't have anything in here, man. Where's the hat gone? Oh, hold on. I moved it. I was rearranging a little bit. You believe that, Oracle? Mm. That's like you not having your roof to look up at, you know? Key parts I'm, of the show. I'm literally going to visit my dream school tomorrow, and I'm literally going to visit the school that I've committed to. <laughs> I'm going there at, like, fucking 7 a.m. This is going to be great. Oh, I'm so sorry. <laughs> oh, yeah, I'm i got to be up for work fine. at 7.40. Yeah. 
I'm so when, sorry. When I was 17, I, I was, you know, staying up watching Tombstone on YouTube back when you could do that. So. Look at Bobby. <laughs> My favorite part is when he laughs, like the hat, like. Yeah, it moved. Like, yeah. Shudders. Well, the best part, yeah, when you have <laughs> it down like, like that, that, it looks like a witch's hat. Yeah. Yes, it does. Hey, Bobby. Yep. Seen Halloween Kills yet? Not yet. It's on HBO Max now, though. Have you seen Scream 1? No, not yet. Scream 2? Nope. Halloween 2? No. Halloween 1? Nope. Halloween H2O 20 years later? Nope. <laughs> he looks like, good lord, he looks awful. <laughs> look at him. Just look at Adam. I mean, goodness. So there's been a lot of talk recently about who's going to be in the faction. Right? Oh, no. So. You need a guy to be in this faction. I think it's pretty clear there's only one guy that fits the bill. Why is this happening right now? Could y'all ima- imagine Jack Crosby coming out in like all black attire, like coming out to like vampire music, whatever? And Jimmy Smith, my God, he's Jack Crosby. <laughs> oh my God. The song Fish and Chips tells the story of my life as a young man growing up in England. I don't even know what bit this is about, which is very fitting. This bit has survived two platforms. Oh my god. Penelope Ford and Kip Sabian are going to feud with Sammy Guevara and Ty Conti. No, she probably just thinks they suck. I was... I was kind of wondering if Penelope was even coming back, honestly. Penelope. Penelope. Apparently she said on the Twitch that she was interested in WWE. Really? Apparently, yeah. I mean, I actually haven't investigated that all. Someone told me I went up. See, Australia did a good stream last night. What'd you (laughs) say? (laughs) I said the split that she does is cool. Yeah, good. Oh yeah, Bobby. <gasps> What's up, pal? Your thoughts on splits in wrestling? Um, you know, I think they could be good when utilized correctly. What do you think about Nikita Lyons' split? I don't. Oh yeah, she's on NXT. I've never seen her. <laughs> Did you mean that? She... What? Did you mean that? <laughs> no, but it makes it even better. Mm. <laughs> Uh. <sighs> I actually agree. Could you imagine? Could you imagine if Chris Alvarez's thing? Jimmy Smith goes, "My God, that's Jack Crosby of CBS Sports." How funny <laughs> that! <laughs> Corey goes, "He's been a champion all across the world." The distraction. And Jack, Jack goes to the mic and goes, "My favorite wrestler, Killer Cross, was supposed to be in this group." <laughs> but I can't you remember that was a thing. We do not give him enough shit about the fact that he's an MLW guy now. We need to give him more shit about that. What is he an MLW guy now? Crosses, yeah. I didn't know that. Yeah, he just did a score. He's like signed, you know, what that means for MLW. He's a CYN guy. Even funnier. (laughs) Yeah. That dude, you realize a year ago he beat Finn Balor, right? Mm -hmm. Did you ever think he was good in the Fed, Joe? I never thought he was good before, during, after. Oh, good. Sucks. Okay. 
I once called him shit Sid and multiple Fed fans like asked me to explain it. I was like, well, take Sid and you make him shit. There he is. <laughs> He's very boring to me. He's just bland. He ain't got it. Simple as that. Suzuki, that's true. Brucey B says Suzuki didn't give that dude any respect. Called him young boy. <laughs> Slapped him. Phil <laughs> Phil Schneider tweeted about uh, uh, the uh, Mox Wheeler Yuta match tonight. My God, Mox beat Viv Busek into a bloody mush. No one is going to top that. Wheeler Yuta, hold my bottle of aspirin. Tremendous inside baseball. <laughs> I actually text Bob every time when I assume it will be necessary. I say. Aspirin, brother. Bob's like, what? And I just put like the blood emoji. <laughs> just in case. We called it out there, right? Sometimes Bob's getting a little, getting the simpy of the people. And, uh, Can you imagine if Bob just like ducked, ducked off screen and he came back up and he was bleeding? The <laughs> way, <laughs> like, like one of his stunks, like we do, like the politics joke. Bob just goes like this, comes back, he's leaking, he's blinking like this. Not a bad bit, but I probably shouldn't do it. You probably shouldn't cut yourself for a rest. No, of I don't time. think you should cut yourself. You're really going on a limb tonight, Bobby. I'm not sure now, if you want to get like some fake blood and. Dude, when you hear like rest but, but... describe that process, it's... We'd, we'd have to start calling him Bobby the Butcher. Jayshaw's <laughs> <laughs> so bored with us. Fair. We Jay got Shell. 15 minutes. It's almost done. I'm you think Bob O'Neill should do a job and, on a wrestling podcast? The sun's out in, in London. <laughs> Romford. Do you, think, do you think Bobby should do a blade job on this podcast Sunday? I don't think that sounds like a good idea. And that sounds like it'd be in violation of like the YouTube whatever fucking shit. So I wouldn't don't think it, he should do that. Wouldn't it rule if even though he could just easily have it off screen, he still put it like, in his mouth or in his wrist tape? <laughs> <laughs> We go, hey Bob, why are you wearing wrist tape today? No, oh, don't worry about it. <laughs> hey Bob. Yeah. Can you uh, get up and walk back to that wall behind you and demonstrate what you punching the wall look like? <laughs> I can do it from here. Oh, it's that close? Yeah. Well, I wish we were so further back than that. <gasps> this so is did I. I thought he had like a big... This is universe breaking. I thought... I know. Whole... <laughs> we just broke the fourth yeah. wall just now. Well, Dude, that changes death... everything. Well, the desk is in the middle of the room. It's not up against the other wall. I should put it up against the other wall, but I've never done it. Wait, it's... you have a desk just in the middle of the room? Yeah. I mean, it takes up most of the room. It's a small room, but... Yeah, it's a closet over there. And then... Dude, we're there's... such bad friends. We've made Bob feel actively uncomfortable describing a room. And he's like, this is... F why does Bob look so uncomfortable with us here? You're fine, Bobby. We don't have to judge where you put your desk in your room. No, it's I like, do want to push it against the wall. Call us pieces of shit, Bob. That's what you should do. There's a window over there. You're explaining yourself, so that's good. Would you... He's trying to tell us about his window. <laughs> Did you see his little face? He goes, yeah, what? maybe I should move it. No, Did I shouldn't. Pop oh, I don't got a problem with it at all. It pops me. Exactly. People think that people are upset because men wanted <laughs> <laughs> men wanted to date Ty Conti. That is not the reason why people are upset. No. Sammy Guevara. Sammy Guevara is not a good person. And that's well, all I'm gonna say on the matter. People have a right to be upset if they would like to, I feel like. 
especially if there is trauma attached to what it. Was the, what was your lead there? People are upset because they think people are upset. What was it you said? Yeah, it sounded like what yeah. said. I'm telling you, Shu, I'm sorry for talking over Bobby, but I'm telling you, he, was, he felt like we were going to attack him then. The table that I have my thing on, I can turn. Dude, my, this is like, the table is legitimately like a briefcase size. It's so small. I couldn't move it. It would break. Open the private chat, Joe. Oh yeah, well they're fucking idiots. There's like a there's a TV right behind my laptop here. Seventy inch. Yes. <laughs> you win. Is it is it, isn't I'm literally in a closet. That's what yeah. I thought, yeah. Pop Which makes it funnier the vision of a seventy inch TV. Yeah. <laughs> Just spanning corner corner. Oh my god. That close Bobby is that wall. I just had an oracle moment. I've got like <laughs> that sounds alarming, <laughs> especially on this night. <laughs> oracle, you know that clip where you open it in your phone and saying, "Oh my god!" That's yeah. CM Punk artwork yeah. over here. Yes, that's a great one. Joe uses it all the time, and that's it's very funny. Man. I Love laugh out loud every time. Closet. That's Code Man. Yeah, I still got the Code, code man? man there. We're breaking the fourth wall here, brothers. What's happening now? <laughs> I'm unboxing my Christmas gifts that I never opened. Christmas. <laughs> Good Lord. Christmas. I may mail that uh, Cody figure to Alex. <laughs> Honestly, feels like it'd just be a note that says, "Here you go, you piece of shit." <laughs> Which the best part is that's a hundred percent true. You know that's exactly what I'll do. He fascinated me today with his decisions on Twitter. Alex was randomly in the middle of the day just tweeted, I guess it's time for me to watch this NXT show. Yeah. And I was like is what? It? Yeah. <laughs> when? It actively what? pops me that like for the most part you would think he would like AW and he's just decided not to. Mm-hmm. Fucking rules, just... honestly. I respect it tremendously. Who, Alex? Alex. Oh, yeah, it rules. <laughs> Physical media is at, like he, that tweet of his Ring of Honor DVDs he bought popped me because I thought the exact same thing you did, shoot when you quote tweeted it with the over under of 11. <laughs> <laughs> I legitimately saw his line of DVDs and was like, damn, Alex didn't really go for it, I guess. Right? <laughs> <laughs> and then he replied there was actually 12 events there. <laughs> Ooh, nice packaging. <laughs> this it was this the whole series should just be called This is Hard to Follow. <laughs> this is chaos. Yeah. Meach, this is fair. Yes, there was a VHS <laughs> casino. <laughs> oh yeah, that fucking pop me. Yeah. That ruled. That he rules. That guy rules. Yeah, tremendous. Ooh. a tremendous like walls example. and walls of physical media. A tremendous example of where Twitter is deaf. If your takes on every person you follow, but like decided by what their opinions on wrestling are, because yeah. Alex and I definitely see wrestling differently. And I, there's few people that pop me more reading their takes or talking to them about it than Alex, because yeah. that's how it's supposed to work. You know, mm-hmm. <laughs> you're not supposed to seek out mirror images of yourself. It's like the thing with Steve yesterday. Yeah. I thought that shit was hilarious. 
He's hilarious. I mean, that was which one? What? what what's, what's about shit? the Bucks not being able to fight? Oh yeah. Oh, that fucking rule. I, I funny, read them. But um, the problem is, in fairness, people don't realize like his personality, so they just read it and think he's an asshole, right? Yeah. So. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I got in that. I got in that same debate with Alex and the at SCI one year. We were talking about Punk coming back. This is way before. This was an AEW was still only doing their pay per views. They hadn't even had TV yet. And he was like, I can't take Punk seriously anymore because he lost his MMA fights. I was like, who gives a fuck? It's pro wrestling. Yeah. Well, I think that's the first of all, I think Punk would could handle his own with because he's he he sucked at it. He got his ass he's kicked, still, but he's a trained yeah. MMA fighter. I agree with you totally. Like I'm in the middle on this thing where like I think it's an intangible. I think if you take someone like the Bucks, um, if you take someone like the Bucks, their their presentation is basically as chicken shit heels for the most part, yeah. and they're like stooges and they do shtick and you know, I definitely think when you're looking at a talent though, you can have as an intangible like the fact they look like a badass. I think it matters, mm-hmm. you know. Like so, I take the Usos for example, okay. You can definitely do different angles with them that you wouldn't do with the Bucks because they do have more of an edge. Yeah. You know? That doesn't mean it's better or worse, but you could do different stuff with them. Like, you doing a program with, you know, if they were working, um, give me like a badass babyface tag. Give me a... Gun club? FTR. <laughs> if, you had, if, you, if you were booking the Young Bucks versus FTR as a program... You're going to book it differently with a young bucks than you would an Usos. Not better or worse, but it's different. It's an intangible, right? The way that a guy feels in terms of you know perception. First of all, it's how different. much, how much stuff is in this makeup kit? It's nuts. Man. Bobby has one very <laughs> similar. This is a separate one. <laughs> there's like, there's like sixteen things in there. <laughs> yeah, there's fifteen. There's fifteen. Good job. Fifteen in here, and then this is the YSL kit, and there were three lipsticks in here. Mm. Yeah, we're about to get to the good ones. We're about to get to the glittery lip glosses. I think the thing for me with Steve's point is that I don't assume I can beat anyone up because that's just not the way yeah. I, like, I automatically assume the Bucks can beat the shit out of me because I can't fight. <laughs> that's such a funny visual, bro. The Bucks lighting nice up with super kicks and if you like. <laughs> you rocking back and forth. There are people replying, have you seen the kicks they've thrown in <laughs> What? That rules. Can, can you yeah. imagine me and Bob fighting Matt and Jackson? No. <laughs> <laughs> Here's what I'll say. The way you wrestle matters. When Sammy like Callahan was working as a shoot fighter, that's Somebody different. People. Remember when Jeff Jarrett was pretending to be an MMA fighter? See what I'm saying? <laughs> Outstanding. Your, yeah, <laughs> your look and the way people perceive you as a tough guy does it should affect the way you wrestle, I think. Yeah. You don't have to actually be a tough Vader, you know, people say Vader wasn't true. Who cares? He came across like a tough guy. That's, you know, that's the key. It's not about if you can actually fight. It's how you kind of project. You got some sparkles in this one. People got so mad at him. And, like, they were literally yeah. like, have you seen the kicks they throw in the matches? <laughs> I'm just like, yeah, they stand there and let him kick them. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, it's pretty funny. Young Bucks versus Big Bucks. <laughs> Me and Bob. <laughs> <laughs> Do you know how awesome that would be? 
Why can't we be friends? Why? I can't wear this one. I'm too black. Bob, the big bucks thing is talking about money. Mm. So we like, yeah, got like dollar we'll signs on our music. gear and stuff. This one is clear. We'll be your entrance music. Why can't we be friends? Is fine. Yeah, that works. I also have imagine both coming like heavy metal. Do you guys know and... what these are? Absolutely not. No. Nobody has a clue? There's a bunch of them in here. Hold on. Hold on. Are those the things that like you put the makeup on and you put it on your face? Yeah, go shoot. Good job. Yeah. Well, I'm the married one of the group. Look at this coming. Yeah. yeah, I was about to say the married guy. Look at this. Bob would beat the brakes off Vader. Oh, that, this is our theme. So, okay. Our theme song is Cody Rhodes' theme, except it's Bob singing it. <laughs> one, two, three, four, five, six, seven. I'll do the wrestling has more than one royal family part, and then the rest of it's just you singing. If you there put this in water and you squish it, <laughs> it'll expand, and that's how you use this. Yeah. And then you, you know, go. Do, 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 do. do we review Rampage? <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. You and Von earlier next week. It's on at seven. Oh, okay. There's gonna be a Where Texas death match. How do you guys feel about that match? <clears throat> Fired up. Very excited. Are, Fired are up. Not, okay, hold on. Are, What's happening? Are, are we doing an eight o'clock show for Rampage next week? Yep. Yeah. Okay, so I'm not Unless gonna be on. <laughs> I'm not gonna be on right away because somebody got me Uno. There's a chance I may not be on at all. That's that's unlikely because it's me. But I'm going to my parents next weekend for Easter. So I may not be on the show at all. It's possible. <laughs> also, Jay Shell, we're doing the Diva show next Thursday unless you're not available. I can do that. Let's do it. Okay. That's the biz. I'm doing a double shot. That rules. We're big bucks, and I come out in like a money suit, and then you're like a fucking deer. <laughs> <laughs> That's my goal all the time. Yeah. Sometimes it's for a private message that can never be shared. Guys, we should do something special when I do my graduation. Drugs? When is that? <laughs> That's on, what we usually do, right? Draft. Isn't that what we usually do? It's June 11th, is my graduation. That's not what I meant. I meant a special show, Joe. June There's 11th. only so much one can party by a stream yard, you know. We're I doing like a J Show graduation one. special. We should, do it, yeah. When, when I was in high school, we ended like the Friday before Memorial Day usually. Almost well, very clear because it's important, especially at three, three hours and fifty minutes. This is conditioner and shampoo. Okay. Don't do drugs. Oh, I, I thought that I, I thought that was chocolate syrup and caramel. Oh my god, no! It's whole blend. Whole blends is for girls with curly hair. I'll open it and show you guys. Jason, we only have a minute. I'm opening it quickly. Okay, okay, okay. You had four hours for this. <laughs> okay. Bob? Yep. Any final word? Any final comment? Uh, no, this is fun. Good to please be back. Tell them, tell them about drugs, please. Don't do drugs. Thanks, Bob. Everybody do All drugs. Right. Did you say they changed the countdown? Drugs are bad. Do you want to hear it, Shay?
That's horseshit. I think they slowed it down, so it's actually 30 seconds now. Fuck the new countdown. Folks, this has been the Late Night Grin. Thanks for joining us. You can follow everyone at their ats, um, at Confirm Shoot, at Jay Shonicole, at King H, at Joe Holbert, at Bobby Gunn. time. Enjoy this outro. like the sirens to play? Smoke <laughs> weed. Late Night Grin Bye. overtime. Bye. <laughs> Bye.